This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117. And you're watching Xbox Ultimate. Now, finish the fight. Chief. anybody watching youtube right now look at me look at me i am your captain now okay i am your captain that's right welcome everybody xbox ultimate episode 83 who's got the big boy chair that's right pong soul's got the big boy chair tonight because mr snot nose can barely <laughs> talk tonight okay so he gave me the chair just like a pm in the pm so welcome everybody uh it's great Friday night. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we got a great show planned, even though it was a light week on the news side of things. You know, we're going to talk about everything that's good here and who knows what other topics are going to come into play with this group. Uh, so anyways, love you all. Thanks for being here tonight. We got a great guest and I'm going to start with this. Uh, awesome member of the community, Mr. Drawn TJ. If you've been in chat you have seen him. He is everywhere at times. Drawn TJ, welcome to Xbox Ultimate. Thank you for joining the family tonight, the Great Eight. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing good, Pong. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Great to have you here. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on some of these topics, man. But the, it is a pleasure to have you here. Too. Yeah, I know. We're all excited to get down to business. I can tell you that much. And let's go. ladies. First, as always, of course. So we'll start with Caitlin, the the wizard behind the scenes who makes all the beautiful graphics, all the amazing thumbnails, not only for this show, but a million others that Mav has. And she's got to take care of this big baby tonight. As that, he's just not a, first in your heart. No, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> Anyways, Caitlin, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I am just as sick as Mav, like I told y'all, but I'm handling it a lot better. Obviously. Obviously. If this if you were in the lead chair, you'd be just fine. You would not give up control. But Mav, well, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> ah, no, anyways. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you are. <laughs> Lupa. Lupa, Lupa, Lupa. How you, are you doing, my dear? How has your week been? I'm doing well. My week's been good. Thank you very much. Play some games. Loving it. Um, it's nice to have drawn TJ here and uh, good to be with the family again. Looking forward to it. It's Friday. It's Xbox Ultimate. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. I love that. Uh, that's the way we start our Friday nights. And of course, we have Lore Master Jasper. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Loremaster Jasper is gracing us with his presence on a Friday night. If you haven't checked out his new intro for his channel, please go do it. Jasper, how's your week been, brother? Pretty good. Just finishing Lego Star Wars. We're trying to finish it, I guess. I'm like 
sixty percent of the way done. So still got like probably a day left in the game. <laughs> day left in the a game, day really? Left. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he Bro. measures his time. Yeah, I don't know how you do this, man. I don't know how you do it. Uh, but anyways, that's awesome, man. Uh, glad you're enjoying Lego Star Wars for sure. Uh, cool. I've seen a lot of cool videos. It looks like they actually, and tell me if this is true. Did it, does it seem like they went to Capcom and stole some of the uh, Devil May Cry team and had them put moves in it? Because I've seen some combos. Like, well, I mean, like crazy. There's combos, but like I just smashed the X button because that's like the quickest way to kill enemies <laughs> okay, in fine. that game. <laughs> you're the wrong person to ask how that did. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, Jasper. That's fine. Mav, snot nose. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, dude. <laughs> How's your week been outside of being sick, outside of working your ass off, outside of getting, uh, how should we say it, uh, peer pressured into buying Godfall for $30 yeah. and playing with me? How the hell are you? Yeah, doing good, man. I got to take the day off today, so it was good. Um, it's been a while since I had like a full day off and didn't really have to do anything. So that was yeah. pretty awesome. We got to play some games today, dude. Because luckily for me, yeah. you got to have the day off too, right? Yeah, I had busy. Well, I had a half day, but yeah, same yeah. difference. I got to play. So that's cool. I had a day at home. It was nice to be able to play some uh, games on a Friday yeah. before the show. And I mean, like, so. I, I took this all these drugs and I feel like I can semi-talk now because like an hour ago, I like could barely speak, you know, like, I mean, I could speak, but I sound weird as shit, you know? So, but uh, yeah, so I'm happy to to let to let you have the host seat tonight, man. This is <laughs> going to be interesting to see if we go as far left with like you know our Pong Soul at the reins. You know, he's going to try and keep things in check more on this show. I'm a <laughs> task. I am a task master. Yeah, Pico just joined, so that's going to be. Oh, you, you don't think I didn't see that man just join? Really? <laughs> there he is. And we have the mellow Psycho fellow from nuts. outer space, Psychonauts. What's going on, brother? How have you been this week, man? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Playing playing a little bit of uh, Tiny Tina, thanks to a very good friend of mine. And um, and what else? Uh, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, huh? Funny yeah. thing is, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite tonight. I know. So. I know, I know, I know. But anyways, great show. We're looking forward to this. We don't have the full crew tonight. As always, some people are out. Uh, if you if you drop by PM in the PM, you might have caught the rare and mysterious 3-Bit. He actually appeared last night. So uh, shout out to 3-Bit. Uh, obviously, shout out to Lady. Uh, we love you guys. We miss you. And I uh, can't wait to get you back on a show again and uh, be able to talk some of this good gaming news. But... That's not what we're here for. It's Friday night. We're here to have a good time. This is Xbox Ultimate. So we're going to get down to business. Now, Mav sent me a list of topics, and I deleted them. <laughs> yeah, we can do uh, whatever the hell you want, man. That's up to yeah, you. no, 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 that's fine. No, I, oh, wait, no, I've got them back here again. So Caitlin is the best wife in the world. Discuss. That was the first topic. So that's- does anybody got any thoughts on how Caitlin's the best wife in the world? No. Well, she puts up with math, um, so that's I don't know uh, she puts one. up with math. Personally. She's got a good heart. <laughs> I'd have murdered him by now. Uh, well, she almost has a few times. <laughs> I'm resilient. Are we talking about? Sorry. You. <laughs> we were talking about you. you. I said. I, I said the first. Ten year olds in here. Oh, I said the first topic that Mav gave me was uh, that Caitlin is the best wife in the world, and that's, we were supposed to discuss that. That's a true story. Oh, let's go. And, 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 and second and topic said, was Caitlin's I the best cook in the world too. 
So I don't know. This is going to be a Caitlin heavy show, I think. So uh-huh. that's where we're going. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to get down to business with some Halo Infinite. Look, been a lot of discourse uh, in the community, uh, outside of the community. Uh, we got publications writing what seems to be weekly about Halo Infinite and where it stands uh, and what can be done to, quote unquote, fix it, uh, whether or not it's a dead game already. Uh, all these crazy talks that are going on around Halo Infinite, but 343 came out and decided to tease season two, I believe, starting May the 3rd. Is that correct? It's my birthday. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's third. right. Birthday present. May the 3rd. So they did a nice little uh, sizzle reel showing off some of the highlights, of course, all the Halo diehards dove through that and picked out all the new armor that they uh, showed in that video and kind of picked it apart and that kind of stuff. But it was a pretty exciting video. Actually, I watched it and I thought it was pretty cool how they were doing that. Obviously, can't wait to see the roadmap and want to see more about what they're going to entail. Um, but uh, so start here. Drawn, you are our guest this evening. So are you still number one? Are you still playing Halo Infinite, sir? And if you are, how are you enjoying it? And if you're not, is season two going to get you back to playing Halo Infinite? What do you think? Uh, yeah, Pong. I, I have been playing Halo once in a while, but it's it's lost its lackluster. Like, it, it doesn't have enough content. And okay. season two might actually get me back into it fully again. Nice. Nice. And, and, I, and I, I, I failed to mention that it is, uh, I believe the season is Lone Wolves. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what could they do to get you back? What, what, what would get you back into Halo and say, okay, okay, now I can see what they're doing here. Now I know where they're going. What, what would get you, what would you get back to saying Halo is Halo again? And I like playing it. Well, personally, if, if I could ask them and like, you know, through an email or something, they would respond. I would actually ask them, you know, why don't you take a poll on what the what the consumer wants more or the fans want? Do you want, you know, because people want maps, but yep. people want co-op. So right. which one's closer to being done, the co-op or the forge? If the forge is almost done, push that out first so people can create maps. If you're not willing to put out the maps, at least put out forge. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, and I agree with you that a lot of people have been saying that. And obviously we've got some idea that Forge is going to be later uh, season three. rather than sooner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll, Forge will be season three kickoff is what they're aiming for. And right. they're aiming for um, uh, co-op sometime in the we'll middle. Co-op in the middle of season well, two. Yeah. With, with a delay like that, it better be a big, it better be a big upgrade compared to the other Forge we've ever used. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Said it is. Yeah, and Forge is, is so important and vital to the community, um, just from the standpoint that not everybody dives into Forge, obviously, but a lot of great content comes out of Forge that kind of supplements. Oh, yeah, it, oh, great. That's awesome, man, because you're one of those people then that's kind of supplement the Halo community with different, you know, gameplay, all that kind of stuff that people ask for. And while 343 is still working on new stuff, 
Forge has always been a big deal. And that was one of my biggest disappointments with Halo exactly. Infinite, even though I'm not a Forge guy. I knew what that could do for Halo Infinite while they were working on other things. So uh, glad to hear that's going to be finally coming out. But Lone Wolves uh, Season 2 is looking really cool. Caitlin, did anything catch your eye about Lone Wolves? I know you guys have been, still been playing Halo Infinite uh, outside of your Grand Theft Auto addiction. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been playing much Halo because I'm really addicted to these <laughs> Okay, games. all right. So you're fully, all right. But are you excited for season two? Caitlin? I am, but I don't know anything about it. I okay. haven't watched anything Ooh, of it. I know quite a bit about it. Oh, we're going to get to you, Psycho Know-It-All. Don't oh, worry, brother. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's been deep diving on this. Well, like, all I've seen is that one, like, promotional picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it's going to it's gonna be good. And if you haven't watched it, again, it was just a teaser. They didn't really lay out anything. Like I said, the Halo fanatics went through and kind of picked stuff out. Lupa, did you see anything that you liked in there? Well, not liked exactly. I mean, yeah. the co-op's still not coming at the beginning. That's <laughs> very... Piss poor, in my opinion, and um, but it is nice that there's there's little things in there that's uh, showing that the flood might be coming. So and we'll be playing against the flood. Plus, there's some sort of story going along with it. So, you know, I I'm hopeful. Let's put it that way, because I am one of those that did lose interest. I loved yeah. the campaign, absolutely adored it, but. I just lost interest. There's so many better games that came out since, in my opinion, uh, that drew me away. Hopefully, this will bring me back. Good. Uh, you know. Question about it: Is yeah, there any, um, new maps for multiplayer? One new map so far. No, oh, there's there's one big team map and one arena yeah, map. One, yeah, yeah, okay. one, yeah. One, one arena map, one big team. I just read. Yeah, yeah. But it's not so, much though, is it? Really? No. Oh. The amount of maps that are in. Um, uh, Master Chief Collection, you know. Well, that's thinking, six games, so. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, you know, they they had them. Why not just put them back out there? Well, you, I mean, you'd think that three four three would. Yeah, you'd think three four three would look into doing that. It's it really is questionable. With you know, again, Joseph's got a good handle on things, and I think he came out today and mentioned it that there's you know more to be shown, and there's some stuff that he's excited about, which is great. I mean, that's fantastic, and he's been doing a nice job of coming out and talking about those things and trying to kind of quell some of the community concerns, but. I really think overall 343 really does need to get their roadmap nailed down so they can be crystal clear about where this is going and what they're going to be dropping to us for sure. Um, you know, it, it just would help everybody, including them, uh, to quiet, kind of quiet down. And again, I know it's not everybody. I know it's still a small portion of the community that gets really loud about these things. But at the same time, this was a big game. Uh, it was it was it was a one of the biggest games in the history of the industry. And, and they need to make sure that they're telling all of their fans that they are going to do everything possible. Even if we know it, just obviously they're not going to let Halo die and Halo Infinite's going to come back. And when they drop new, you know, uh, game modes or whatever the case may be, people are going to come back in droves, but they still need to be crystal clear about that and kind of show people exactly what's going on. Um, I think they need to do a better job with that. But the, this is a start, at least coming into season two. We'll see where they go from here. Uh, Loremaster. Yep. What do you think about season two, brother? Lone Wolves. Mean anything well, to you? Uh, the Lone Wolves, uh, the title of it is kind of interesting because there's a leaked game mode coming out called Last Spartan Standing. Yeah. So, like, you're the right. last one. You're the Lone Wolf. 
That's kind of like it's supposed to be like a BR type mode. I was or something. just I was just going to ask: Are we getting a battle royale, or is this going to be just kind of a spinoff battle royale? What do you think? Well, like looking at the leaked settings, it seemed kind of like BR settings. So that's what everyone's kind of assuming: it's going to be a BR style game mode, maybe smaller, not like a hundred people, but like maybe sixteen to twenty-four people, like in one map. And you, okay, so do you yeah, think that BR they're going light. to? Yeah, go ahead, Psycho. What do you think? No, I was going to say it's probably a BR light. You know, something light, like yeah, something like yeah. Jasper already mentioned with big team, yeah, having you know, I think what is it, twenty four players that they have right now, yeah, something like so that. So it's going to be the you know, out of the twenty four, who's the lone wolf? So pretty much, be good. But also, know. like lone wolves back in the day meant like going into matchmaking solo. Like for Halo mm-hmm. Three, it was lone wolves was the search playlist, and you go in solo and like just try to fight everyone to level up, right. Okay. And did I hear, Psycho, did I hear correctly? Did I read something where they're going to, I think there was a little bit of information that dropped that they're going to have, you can earn up to a thousand. Um, yeah, credits. In, credits, yeah, credits. From the battle pass. That should have been the battle pass. season one. You know, It should have been, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Matt? Because we've seen it We've seen it in Call of Duty forever. Right? Yeah, Call of Duty, Apex. I mean, all of them have yep. ways of earning in-game currency with the battle pass and like, and that's like would have softened the blow for a lot of the people that are like really upset about the amount of the cost of some of the items. If you had a way to earn money to be able to get some of the stuff that you like, I honestly think that the it depends on the length of the battle pass, right? If a thousand is enough, you know what I mean? Because their battle pass lasted all the way from what November to May. That's six months, right? right? Right. So at only a thousand over a six month period is not very much. I'm hoping the you know the next well, it's season enough to buy the battle pass back or save it. It, it, it is, but if you want to buy like the cosmetics and stuff, I, I would hope that like the other seasons coming are not going to be six months apart and we're like three months, right? Which I think is probably yeah. the intention. You right uh, originally. So if it's a three month gap, that makes a lot more sense. But for six months, I don't think a thousand is enough to bridge that gap. But besides that, all the other little things that they're adding, you know, um, should add to like a better experience. Like uh, from day one, we kept saying, like, hey, you can't like expect a hundred percent right away on a free to play game. That you know, and, mm-hmm. and everybody has the same these expectations of a Halo, and and it, I get it because Halo's one of the biggest franchises of all time. It's one of all of our favorite franchises, uh, or one of if if not uh, my favorite 100 percent you know um pong's a casual if pong's a casual you know uh he's made that clear many times but they keep no. you know they keep uh <laughs> they keep tweaking things and kind of like we said like right away you know they're going to keep tweaking they're going to keep adding until they get things right because halo's too important it's not they're not going to like write this off and be like oh well we messed up you know they're not going to pull like a ea with battlefield or the 2042 you know, or like uh, some of these other franchises, like Anthem, you know, stuff like that. They're not gonna like just oh, this was a failure, write it off. They're gonna they're gonna keep working on this and fix it, and and that's why I've never been like doom and gloom or like worrisome and stuff because you can already see with this announcement and this trailer, there's a lot of excitement already coming back now just because the season two content was here, it was announced. So uh, all these people mm-hmm. that were like, oh man, where's the content? Where's the content? We're like, they already <laughs> said it was coming like in May, so I don't know what are you all, what you guys are expecting. Why are you all freaking out right now? Because they, we already knew this was going to be a thing, you know. And now like, we find out it's May, and everybody's like, again, 
it was for the third time they told us this <laughs> and now everybody's excited again so it's just kind of i knew that there was gonna be waves with this and you know yeah. uh, i think they did a good job with this announcement with the little bit of corrections that they're making that are not like just related to 100 percent the maps and the content it's like the it's like the the old the rewards and stuff like the past you know the event passes they made changes to theater mode you know all of this stuff i, I think is gonna help improve the experience overall i feel like oh, there's I... a missed opportunity though but like when the halo show launched i feel like they could have done like a tenrai event around or like similar to the tenrai event around the halo show and like maybe earn one of the silver team like armor suits like that because that's what the tenrai events for is to get like fantasy suits that's not halo canon like if they had a, like a tie-in with the halo show for like a week event like that would have been like huge but, oh yeah yeah are it, you describing like quantum break thinking. how they did that not necessarily <laughs> just like just do quantum like a break event. was a like yeah. direct tie-in like yeah. like that but i see what yeah. i i see what you're what what you're saying jasper as far as that would have been a smart play. Like, obviously, the show isn't based on the games, but they could have yeah. still introduced something to kind of tie. Because that's in what the, the samurai thing is. Like, it's not Kalo yeah. Canton; it's fantasy right. stuff. Like, right. And they could have done that easily, and it would have been kind of cool. And and, and who's to say they're not going to? Right. Again, yeah. Staten's alluded that there's stuff that he's excited to talk about and that kind of stuff. It would only make sense that we're going to see it at some point. Uh, season two, obviously, uh, kind of. Uh, how long when is everything's it... farther down the road yeah exactly how long does the show run through when it's gonna it... finish may 19th okay yeah. so yeah so that'd be perfect like if they do have something again it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to yeah. be some huge thing but just a little tie-in would be really cool uh, psycho... what if they did like sorry for what, what if no they no did, no like, go ahead um yeah it's my fucking show i can say what it is yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Um, what if they had tonight? (laughs) What if they had like at the end of an episode, or like randomly, like at at the in a commercial break or something, like a QR code pop up, right? And you could like take it, scan it with your phone, and then you get like cosmetic items or like um, credits, you know, some shit like that. I think that could be a pretty pretty interesting thing. There's so many things you can do nowadays. Early access to forge or something or to a new uh mode yeah they already have forge actually out to like testers right now so there's already Mm -hmm. people working on it i'm just saying you know as as a way to entice people because people would be like oh i I can scan this qr code and now i can jump into a test and test a new feature that they want tested yeah you could you could do a lot of different things like that to incentivize people to check out the show as well right so there's a lot of different ways you could go it's a great it's a great idea you could have put a qr code on chief's ass when they had you could could (laughs) do that you You should just put a qr code this should that's what they should have done first episode when he takes off his helmet don't show his face just make it a qr code there you go (laughs) chief is actually a a qr code but whose ass are we getting next episode second episode we had that one chick's ass then third episode we have chief's ass (laughs) whose ass we get as a prophet of mercy how about oh oh jesus what is that y'all haven't been curious i mean no, Psycho, save us. <laughs> Mav's going crazy. Okay, yeah. all right, let's all go. Right. Psycho, so, talk to everybody. Lone Wolves. All right, Psycho's not going to save us. I know, it's a scary two. thought, isn't it? Right? I know. It's crazy. No, I'm excited because season two, here we go. You know, they're going to be coming out th- with all the ultimate challenges that people have been complaining because they've been giving us emblems. Emblems. And, yeah. and stupid just backdrops. They are no longer going to be the ultimate uh 
weekly uh, challenge. Yeah, that shit sucks. So what's there going to be? It's going to be armor coatings, visors, stances, which what That's people want. I don't stances. want a stance. You don't want to make well, a stance is like better that. than having the <laughs> third, you know, emblem in the freaking group of yeah. you know. No, I don't want that. just go back to Halo but, Reach customization, please. I I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they are now being able to swap the different arm, uh, like different armor coatings, visors with the different armor so, core, armor cores. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, so, really? Oh my god. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're they are so visors, armor coating, and helmets are what they're gonna focus on right now because it's the easiest out of everything that they could do to I guess you can swap between and then they're gonna pick between uh, other things, I guess like maybe like the gloves and other things that you can like knee pads things like that so they said some things cannot be swapped out but i mean that's fine but also the kits the kits also they're going to break those down so you could use individual pieces like damn the time. visor <laughs> and armor coating to your halo so now if you bought like the ten dollar armor coating that i bought at the day one now i could possibly take that visor or the paint job and use it on my uh, character. Or you can not use their stupid emblem that they have and they can put Let me ask you a question. Want. Is this closer to what they originally showed that everybody was kind of up in arms about when they showed all the customization and then they kind of just... This is the original vision that we... Is, is this the original we, one that they we had that whole is, video where they were showing we could mix and match yes. and do that? Kind of, okay. All right. Yeah. So this is okay. their... So now they must have worked whatever that was. They had more time to work on this. So... You know, it's just crazy how long it's taken for them to get to this point. We're, you know, we're going in May. So we're, that's uh, five months after release. Yeah. And they're, you know, they we're finally getting some of the things that we were kind of promised day one. So, you know, they're slow at the, at the gate, but most free to play. Uh, I guess it, it's the same thing. Everything is like a slow start, and then it just, I mean, look at them now. So I'm hoping by the end of season two, we have everything. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get Forge. I'm hoping that we get co-op by the end of season two. I think that's season three co-op, but yeah. <sighs> they say mid- I, middle of season two is what they're aiming for, but we'll yeah, see. You know. I think Forge is going to be 2023, personally. Um, yeah. I think they're going to push it. Um, so well, you think they, season three will be 2023? See. See, that's the crazy mm-hmm. thing. Let, November. That's, that's the crazy yeah. thing. Like this, a lot of these issues is because of Xbox One. That's what it yeah, is. They should have dropped the old, the old Xbox. Well, they sh- what they should have done is release the Series X version and say, "Hey, we had to delay the Xbox One version. We're sorry, but you know, if you want to part, sorry, headache up. If you want to play the play these modes, then." possibly you have to stream it to utilize you know through the xcloud to be able to you know do forge and co-op so i mean that's one workaround if they you know if they have to do that but at least this way we would have the game modes already for everyone who adopted to the next generation so i mean that's what's really holding everything back is 
Xbox One. It's just the, the 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 RAM is just there's not enough allocated for this heavy for didn't didn't Forge. they say though? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And this is just a, a just an odds to goodness question because I'm curious about this because they told us they created Slipspace Engine specifically so they could go ahead and get this to work on the older because it was so you know valuable, right? It was so it was so good. Yes. And they told us that flat out. <laughs> that, that was one yeah. of the reasons why. <laughs> I but I think it it's just because everything with what's going on with how they with Halo, they yeah. had to allocate with the RAM. They I don't think that they could target the the spec to get it to run on Xbox One. I think they had to they have to go in and finagle it for Xbox One. It could work. Oh, that's they, obvious. That's obvious. So I mean, yeah. they they thought it was going to be okay, and then. They're like, oh shit, we spoke. I just, you know, it just lends credence, I think, to everything that we were hearing that it was all hands on deck uh, to get this thing out the Mm -hmm. door uh, from the single campaign, single player campaign side of things. Obviously, we know the multiplayer they were polishing and it was looking great. It was fantastic, but that single player was obviously giving them problems. Uh, And they got all hands on deck to get that thing out the door on time. And that's why we see these delays because people that Mm -hmm. may have potentially been working on the season stuff were pulled and they were put on this again it's all assumption it's all speculation but i think it lends a lot of credence to that why they're so far behind on the seasons why we didn't you know again the problems with the co-op trying to figure that out obviously forge being a big huge undertaking because supposedly they are adding so much to forge um all that kind of just played its Play the, well, three, the different roles. To, three four three to kind of seems like a revolving door studio. Like I always see people leaving and joining. Contract a lot of people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. very it's a large studio, but they also contract yeah. like a lot. They, uh, yeah. I mean, also all the issues they had with big team, I think, caught them by surprise, and it took a lot of resources trying to fig- figure out what the hell is going on there. You know, because like when it launched, it was fine, and then all of a sudden it just stopped working. Like a couple yeah. weeks after launch, it was like it's kind of strange, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if, you know, I think the biggest complaint from most people besides, you know, that besides co-op not being there right away and besides Forge not being part of it, like we're, we know what they've already given us timetables on that. I think the biggest complaint and the thing I'm most curious about is like the, the just two maps more at the launch of season two, because. You know, there was a lot that was kind of leaked before with a lot of the code names and stuff, you know, and like, and I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, are they just holding that back because it's part of like, you know, their roadmap or whatever for the free to play model. Um, And I'm wondering if they're only introducing two at the launch of season two, if maybe to keep people happier throughout for new content throughout a course of a season, if that may be why we're only getting two at launch of season two and maybe we're going to get new maps throughout season two with some of these events potentially right because i think they would have announced that i thought they would have you know i think they would have too but it would be so smart for them to do that i think because if you had you know a big event and you, uh, you, people in halo just they care about the maps right when you when you have a new map it just creates a lot of excitement because it's like a new arena to to, to play in you got to learn everything about it you know it's like the whole community kind of gets behind it and it's just a dr- great way to draw engagement more than anything else, I think. And and if you were to have that, 
implemented in the middle of the seasons and it, for some of these events, I think that would, would go a long ways. And I'm wondering if that could be something they may consider. I don't know. It could be, obviously. Just, uh, again, they just got so much work to do. I just, again, I just want to see them be able to stay clearly yeah. from here on out. Again, we're past it. It launched the way it launched. It was missing what it was missing. It had the issues, but they got to get to a good spot, you know, during season two where they can really get down to business. Because again, just like we talked about, you know, with a game like Gran Turismo trying to be games as a service, you know, even though they charge $70, right? There's roadmaps from other games that have kind of dictated for about the past five to 10 years on how this needs to be done and how it should be done for communities that you're trying to develop within those types of games. And Halo Infinite is no different. In fact, Halo Infinite, as we always talk about, has some unfair expectations on top of mm-hmm. the norm, right? And, and I think that it's just important that 343 gets a handle on things and Joseph and his team can come out and clearly tell the community exactly what's going on so that people quiet down. But like we talked about, even the loud people, even the people that have been complaining, they're all going to come back when this new stuff starts dropping. And again, 343 knows that as well, that they're going to get that community back if, if they can get consistency out of it going forward from season two on, great, because then people are going to stick around. And oh, yeah. so I think that's obviously what they're looking to do here. Uh, they Again, they got, they got a little break because they are Halo. You know, other games, if this is a new IP that nobody cared about, nobody knew about, nobody had any emotional Mm -hmm. attachment to, then we'd be looking at it like an Outriders, right? But because it's Halo, they do have some leeway and people will rejoin as soon as Halo starting to look promising again. And that's exactly what's going to happen with season two. Because like Matt pointed out, everybody was getting excited again today just from that little Mm -hmm. teaser, right? (laughs) So that's the way it works with Halo. So I I think it's good. Um, You know, I just... Hopefully, like I said, we see more yeah. and and we get some we get we get a good roadmap for everybody. I, I think um, I think yeah. there's people are ready to raise the white flag too much with this franchise. Yeah. It's like yeah. all the time, man. It's like any little negative thing or any kind of lack of anything. It's like doomsday scenario, and you see, you hear the you hear the masses scream from everywhere, like what the fuck's going on with our franchise? You know, right? And it's yeah. like once the new thing comes out, everybody's just back on track and like, okay, yes. Yeah, coolest shit ever holy holy moly you know <laughs> and, and i i always see that and i'm anticipating it so when people are like going doom and gloom i'm like hey it's it's gonna be fine because because of this model and it, it this model with halo is a big change right the free-to-play model it's a huge change it's gonna take a lot of adjusting and people getting used to it um, and it, it's going to come with this territory of like this content's going to drop and it's going to get, get stale. Then we're going to get new content. It's going to drop and it's going to get stale. But over time, that stuff builds upon itself, right? So when you look in like three, four, five years down the road, like Halo Infinite will be in better shape than any other Halo we've ever seen before because of this model. It's not great as far as day one a lot of times, but for progression and growth, you can see like things like Sea of Thieves, and other and it games took them like five years to get Master Chief Collection yeah. going. So yeah, Fortnite, Apex Legends, these games yep. like are still strong and growing, you know, because of the model that has taken place because of the free to play model. That's why they did it. It's not because you know they're not it's not to upset people and to like try and hold back content or anything like that. It's just because 
it's best for the game. It's best for the franchise overall to keep the community healthy in a, in a longer period of time. Now they got to do better because this is their first foray into like a free to play multiplayer shooter. Like they, they haven't done this before. They got to do better, especially with the expectations of Halo. Like they had a long time, right? They make mistakes, but overall, is it going to be fine? It's going to be completely fine because it's Halo, and they're going to pour all the resources into making sure that this thing is going to stand the test of time. And there's going to be shit tons of content coming out over the years, and we're going to be super happy. Like, think about year four or year five. What, how much? How many maps? How much customization? How much content? How many modes? And all of this stuff are going to be in this game that may have never been in any Halo before it, right? And it's all going to be because of this model that a lot of people don't like right now. So right. That, yeah. that's just the way it is, you know? I mean, it's a start with at least season two. We're getting the customization that we've kind of been asking for, and we're getting, you know, other aspects of the game that we've been nitpicking. And now they're, I mean, 343 is listening to to the fans. <clears throat> and that's that's a positive thing that they listen to us and they're like, all right, we hear you. It takes time. They can't just flip a switch and have this shit out the next day it's going to take a little bit of time to switch things out fix them and but once this starts rolling and it's consistently on its emotion it's just going to be it's going to be a great experience for everybody and they're going to forget what happened season one and two yeah all, all the look look at at apex it right now is probably one of the best br battle royales out there if you talk, but when you when it first came out, that was not the case. Now it is. So I mean, that's what that's just I mean, with everything. At the same time, like if you compare it to like Call of Duty, like Call of Duty has ten studios working on Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. That's why they can pump out content month after month. And like Halo, it's just three, four, three, and then whoever else they ask for help. So like maybe Microsoft needs to put in another studio. Well, they got I know they brought affinity, in certain affinity, yeah. but. That may maybe be they thing. need like, yeah, maybe they need to start pulling in more people. Uh, in tech, what was that? Is? Yeah, what what about the in tech people? Aren't aren't they like? Oh, aren't they they're working on one something. last game, and then they're done for a while. Yeah, the thing is, I think if they do stuff, they need to pull resources and out from outside or or form new things because I don't want to take any of these other teams away from their projects either because you know they, you have some of the, like with all these well, acquisitions, they, they have some of the best creators out there in the world making new all different kinds of games i don't want to like do what activision did and like force a lot of these guys to work on like one you know one project i I would rather them go out and get some other like uh you know uh assistance developers kind of like we've seen you know like those those teams that kind of assist on projects and stuff more Um, that's always that's always the balancing act because i mean they already pulled people for halo during during coalition. the whole entire yeah, yeah coalition uh turn 10 got pulled mm-hmm. uh you know so they already did that uh to get the game out the door now at this point yeah i'm more in line with map even though you have all this talent that could help you want them working on their games i mean microsoft and xbox need to get to the point where these studios are now pumping out consistent content uh, because they're still not there yet. Again, the beginning, the first half of this year is is for first party stuff is non-existent and they can't have that anymore. Phil's talked about that and he realizes that. So no, I just think at this point, you really do need to go for outside help. Uh, if you 
if you think that you do need it, you definitely got to go spend the money and go. Yeah, bring I'm just in saying, like maybe food. like yeah, get outside help for like maybe a year just to get that back end oh. content like developed. So like you're not behind like a whole year on just like do you, do you content think maybe something up. more to the certain affinity thing? Yeah. Well, the rumor is they're just making a mode. Yeah, not like but maybe that that's much, just the first so. thing. Maybe that's just the first thing, right? Maybe that's. Yeah. Maybe that's just the first step, you know, maybe this was part of that whole thing, you know, where like Microsoft is funding their potentially their project. That was a rumor like this next Monster Hunter style game, right, that yep. had a project. And maybe yep. like it's part of like, hey, you know, we're going to fund your project and we're, you know, and you, you develop this amount of resources towards Halo. We'll start with the one mode and then go from there, you know, type thing. I don't know, because certain affinity has a history with Halo. So if I was yep. to look at any franchise or any developers, there's two that I can think of. That's a go-to for Halo, and that's certain affinity, and that's Gearbox, right? Uh, as far as like help out with with doing stuff, because Gearbox developed Halo on a PC before. Yeah, they ported the PC version, and then um, you know, uh, certain affinities made several maps and content for Halo in the past. You know, map packs and stuff. So um, they have a history with it, and also the founder of Ma- of certain affinities names Max Holberman, who was actually on the original Halo team at Bungie. And as also the godfather of matchmaking, as we know it on consoles, right? So um, I think that's just a good fit if they were to go with any team. And Certain Affinity is one of those go-to studios from multiple publishers and developers to get assistance with their multiplayer. Like id, when they weren't part of Xbox, used them before with Doom multiplayer. Um, Other teams have used them before for help on their multiplayer franchises, so... I'm thinking, like, I don't know if there's anything more to it, but just starting with the mode that they're helping out with, it may be a sign of things that maybe there could be an acquisition or something down the line for them to come in and be more hands-on, you know, with Halo in the future. I I don't know. And maybe this mode, maybe it's, like, something bigger that will stand on its own so it won't have to be, like, all the way into, like, Halo Infinite. It could be, like, a firefight type thing or, you know. Or, like, maybe, like, a bigger... Can I make a suggestion? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So if it is a BR mode, let's just say it is. Now, if if they want to do it right, I would have the the players drop in through drop drop pods, and then have the swarm, you know, that comes in, uh, you know, that makes the circle smaller. Have it as a flood, and then they could have like aliens down on the on the actual map where you're fighting them. So that's like war zone kinda from like uh halo 5 guardians which was a great mode just besides stupid transactions but um very much i can do that and just it actually it actually might beat cod actually in terms of cod's war zone because that would That's be bonkers <laughs> that is a tough ask awesome. but but yeah it would be awesome i think that i think you're onto something uh tj for sure because that's an idea that you know when we first started way before halo ever launched infinite ever came out we were talking about the potential of that br mode and that is a great idea uh with the flood uh it it fits in with the whole narrative and all that kind of stuff it'd be really cool to see it's going to be interesting to say the least to see what 343's take on a battle royale is uh with all the examples that are out there i'm gonna be happy I know a lot of people would be right. Uh, a lot of Halo fans would probably think that's pretty cool. Uh, it's just going to be interesting because again, three four three. This is new territory for them, like Mav said, and 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 a BR mode is going to be new territory as well. And there's so many examples. What are they going to do? 
to differentiate from the rest that are out there? How are you going to make it unique outside of it being in the Halo universe, which of course is a draw, but at the same time, what's your hook going to be, right? What are you going to do to separate yourself from the rest of them? Um, You know, and that's, that's just one aspect. And, you know, again, on top of it, they got to get all this other stuff. Right. (laughs) That's, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. Just, just look at, like I said, look at Halo Five Guardians. Yep. Uh, Warzone was one of the most yep. played modes. Yeah, I loved it, was it. PvP versus PVE. Yep. And uh, you could get like special tanks, special vehicles. Yep. Uh, that was so unique, and yeah. that actually, it's still not dead on Halo Five. They just had that stupid card system that uh, nobody <laughs> yep. likes. Yeah, that's the only issue. Yeah. And the money yeah. issue. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, they could easily packs. get away with uh, no rec packs. Yeah, no yeah. rec picks. I don't think they're gonna ever go back to that. I want to say thanks real, real quick to Lupa for hitting us up earlier with the five dollar super chat or five pounds. Sorry, Lupa. I have to make sure. What do you mean? Pay. Lupa's on the panel. What the hell is she? She hit us here? with the super chat so I could get some medicine. She said this is for Mav and Caitlin <laughs> to use for medicine. Get better yeah. soon, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Lupa. <laughs> Love you. Thanks, Lupa. You're welcome. I should send you guys something. <laughs> I, got, I got some earlier today, so for that, I'll pay for some of that. Thank you. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, at the end of the day, uh, I think we're all in the same boat here. We all want to see Halo Infinite successful. Just we want to time. make sure. It just needs time. Yeah, uh, and that's right. not what people want to hear. But at the end of the no. day, yeah. <laughs> Two years from now, whatever the case may be, next year, <laughs> When things are all settled in, everything's you know implemented, I think we'll all look back at this. And, and again, gamers have short-term memories. And if they do it right and they get everything that everybody's kind of expecting out of this into this game, nobody – well, people still remember the, the how it started, but at the end of the day, it's not going to make a difference, right? People are going to be no. playing and loving it and enjoying themselves, and that's all that matters yes. to gamers. So they're not, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not going to remember when it's – when they're having so, so much fun yeah. and it's – they're like, holy crap, this is Call of Duty Warzone didn't even launch with Modern Warfare. It was six months later, so. Yes. And look at it now. (laughs) Yeah, they look at it now. Correct. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Great point. So, uh, great opening topic, fam. Loved it. And we didn't get left at all, which is great. We didn't go left. We didn't uh, get off. Pong's reins are are too tight. That's right. Taskmaster Pong is here. So uh, even Psycho came in and did not go left, which is crazy. Uh, so anyways, it's still look, early. Uh, where are we going to go next here? Yeah, it is early. You're right. Uh, where are we going to go <laughs> next here? Left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, man. This is uh, this is an interesting one. So for everybody Obviously, who knows? Ideos Montreal released Guardians of the Galaxy uh, to actually pretty great reviews uh, from a critical acclaim standpoint. Uh, and it was uh, slowly but surely kind of built up hype. And then Square Enix came out and did their usual thing uh, that they do to their Western developers uh, from everything that we see. They only do it to their Western developer teams, uh, meaning Crystal Dynamics and Ideos. They came out and said, Man, but those sales, they just didn't, they weren't up to par. The sales were just lacking. They threw them underneath the bus again. Um, and so what happens? Um, Square cuts a deal with Xbox and throws it in the game pass. And all of a sudden, a lot of people, including myself, discovered it. 
right? I knew about it, obviously, but it just wasn't a game I was going to pay for. But it shows up in Game Pass, and the Game Pass effect starts to take hold. Well, BAFTA Awards just happened uh, the past couple days here, and uh, Eurogamer had sat down with the devs from Idios Montreal, developers of Marty's Marvel Marty's what Marvel's Guardians Marty's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> uh, and they asked him about what's going on because we got some articles today uh, from this interview talking about some of their quotes. And how Game Pass has brought new life to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm going to read through the first part of this interview. Again, this is from Eurogamer, uh, done by Victoria Kennedy. Um, she starts out by saying, last year, Idios Montreal released Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, its own original take on Marvel's oddball spacefaring family, to largely positive reviews, which praised its single-player focus, character work, and humor, but it remained unclear how well the game had performed commercially. And in February, publisher Square Enix said that the title had undershot expectations, quote unquote, Uh, ahead of the BAFTA Video Game Awards last night. uh, She goes on to say, I sat down with members of the Guardians of the Galaxy team to discuss the game's emotional storytelling, where the series could go next, and some unexpected tussles with raccoons. We're not going to get into all the raccoon garbage. But we're going to read the first part here. So uh, she goes on. But first, the issues of those sales on which the team said it had no regrets. Uh, Quote, I think it's a great ride. It's emotional. It has a lot of qualities, said Guardian of the Galaxy senior creative director Jean-Francois Douglas. Douglas. Uh, Is the game perfect? Like any game? No, I don't think it's perfect. It can always be better. But is it a great ride? And is it something this year or last year that you played that is unlike everything else? And is it worth spending your time on? I honestly think so from a game standpoint. Douglas continued, I have no regrets. We did everything we could, but that's the reality of the market. And let's not forget it's a new IP. Even though we all say Guardians uh, are known, it's still a new IP in the video game market. It could, be a, it could be a lot of people don't even know this game is out or they're not yet sure exactly what it is. I will say this as a side note, part of that is on the marketing standpoint. When they marketed this game and they showed it off, they did not show the qualities of this game in, no. at all. Uh, and I think we can talk about that. But the, it, that's part of the reason why people didn't know what the game was about or what it was like. Uh, but thanks to word of mouth, and its arrival on Xbox Game Pass, Douglas now feels the game is doing well. It's like anything. We always want to sell trillions, but it's not always necessarily as easy as that, he laughed. This is something senior narrative director Mary DeMarle echoed. For me, it's all about creating the game, she said. What I love right now is that people, especially, especially with Game Pass, are playing it and they're sharing the experience. We make games to touch people. We make games to hit an audience. And it's great that it's finding an audience. And it's great that it keeps going forward. But could forward still mean a sequel? And this team was not was keen not to rule anything out. Right now, we're not talking about the future, Doug Dugas said. Because every time we close a project, that's time to pull down, wrap up, take some vacations. So I guess we'll know the future uh, months or years uh, what we're going to work on next. So we'll see. Never say never and never say anything, he joked. 
When asked where he would personally like to see the characters go next, Douglas said uh, he has ideas, but that these ideas are going to remain a mystery. Meanwhile, Damaro was equally coy. I don't like to give anything away for the future, she dodged. Uh, quote, unquote, I will say that working on the game, the characters become very dear to me and the writing team, and we were sad to say goodbye when they were finished. But you know now we're seeing what happens out there in the world. Um, so just wanted to give a little bit of extra there along with uh, kind of where the future of this franchise might go if they were going to say anything about that. So Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, we'll start with that game specifically. And I don't know how many of you played. Mav, I know you played. I don't know if Psycho Jasper, I believe you played yeah, as well. Yeah, you did. Yes. T- I beat it. T- TJ, you beat it too as well? Yep. Okay. All right, awesome. Uh, Lupa, did I you beat- play it? You beat it. Okay. I, 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 I bought it and beat it on That's right. I remember I you talking about, about it. it. That's right. I remember I you talking about it. I know. When you said that. Okay. All right. Perfect. Caitlin, did you touch it at all yet? Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. Okay. She's occupied. Yeah. You, you're occupied, Caitlin. No problem. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I think that was an enthusiastic yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> so Guardians of the Galaxy, I, again, when it started out, oh it, it did not, again, it got great reviews from critics. Critics really started talking about this game. But again, the way they showed it off, I think, was one of the big problems. So let me ask you this, TJ. Since you since you b- bought it originally and beat it as well, what drew you? Was it just the Guardians of the Galaxy? Was it the name? Are you a big fan of, you know, you know, Guardians, obviously, as Marvel IP? Or did you see something in the marketing that you really liked that drew you in? Or did you just want to play a new game and you bought it and you loved it and you wound up beating it? How did that work for you? Well, well, two things. One, when, when I heard about it, I'm like, well, there's really no marketing uh, they've been doing for it. So yeah, I was like, oh, God, is this going to be another Avengers game where it's going to be really not that good in the beginning and then they're going to patch it and fix it? And I'm like, it shouldn't because it's single player. I'm like, there's no reason why it can't be good. And then uh, I, I saw some video clips on YouTube of it and I, I decided to buy and play it. And the graphics were amazing. I liked on my Series X. The gameplay is really good. The campaign, the story and the music the music is really 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 well done and the banter between the characters really good yeah i I love the game that drew a lot of people in yeah oh yeah the 80s music oh yeah it was really cool i wish more games were like that whether or not if it's 80s 90s 70s or today it doesn't matter uh that would actually keep most games more alive actually yeah in my opinion it but would yeah it's a great game and it's Yay! it's totally worth Yay! getting if, if you don't have on game pass if you don't have game pass yeah it's definitely worth getting it's, it's worth getting either way yeah i agree so specifically about yeah. these quotes here them talking about how game pass has given a second line we've spoken about this so much on this show and I, you you're always in the chat listening to different shows too so i yep. know you've heard it as well the the game pass effect that we've seen for a lot of different uh, games that have come through game pass. This one right here was unique in a lot of different ways because it was single player. It wasn't the multiplayer that we always talk about, right? It was a single player game that did get great reviews that you would have thought 
would have caught fire and kind of had everybody playing it. We saw a lot of people in the community talking about it. Like Lupa said, she was out here praising it all nonstop too. But we didn't see, obviously, from the sales standpoint, again, we got to take Square Enix with a grain of salt because we don't understand what their expectations are all the time. But it seems like it didn't sell as well as maybe as much as we were seeing it talked about. But the Game Pass, all of a sudden it drops in the Game Pass. Everybody's sharing more clips. I shared some pictures myself. And everybody's, obviously, the devs themselves are seeing this uplift. They, you know, the one... Dev said, especially on Game Pass, she, she made a point of pointing it out that they're definitely seeing this uptick uh, with this game. So for you, what does this say about Game Pass? Is this another just, you know, feather in the cap of Xbox when they go and talk to other third parties about bringing their games in? Like, hey, look at what it did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Listen to what the devs are saying. Is this another one of those situations or is it just that everybody was waiting for it to drop into Game Pass and like we've seen, and so there was some sales lost there because people were hoping it was going to show up in the Game Pass and then it did and now everybody else is jumping on board. What do you think? Well, the thing is the developers are finally, well, they, they're, they're enjoying it because they're, they're seeing a lot of uptick in Game Pass subscribers playing their game, which is great. But like I said, the problem is maybe Square Enix will learn their damn lesson and understand that you can't sit there and not pump out a game and not market it at all and say, okay, sell. No, that's, that's really bad. Reason. You don't that's do that. You advertise it. You push it in Facebook. You push. You you push it everywhere. I mean, everywhere. If you need to put on Pizza Hut, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at Batman. It's on Little Caesars, for God's sake. Yeah, so, but that's not the reason it failed, TJ, to make the well, numbers. Well, yeah, I know because their the reason is because are really, really, really high. Yeah. Of the other Marvel's game that was such a flop that nobody enjoyed. So when this well, Marvel game popped up a little while yeah. later, everybody was like, ah, ain't touching that. No, no, no. That's what it was. Yeah, but Idos Montreal was actually the head of the creator uh, development team that actually took the role of making Guardians of the Galaxy and made it single player. Because if, if Square Enix had more control of it and they gave it to Crystal Dynamics, they would have just pushed them around and said, make it multiplayer. But luckily it wasn't. So it's actually I mean, a good a game reason. and it's, it's obviously working now. The, yeah, it's a small reason the advertising, but the big reason was Marvel's Avengers put everybody up. I didn't pay I or buy Marvel's Avengers because of what and I was told. And it's such a shame. The person that I play with a lot, he had an early access code. He played it and said to me, whatever you do, get it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have touched it, but I got it because I was told to, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome game. Love the combat style. The fact that you can bring everybody in to fight with you. It's amazing. It was so unique, and it was different, and the fun and the laughter, and I mean, it was just hilarious. So what would you rate it, Lupa? I would probably, I never give a game a 10. I always think there's room for improvement. Like yeah, I'm one. with you. <laughs> so I would yeah, probably yeah. give it eight and a half-ish, nine. Like, it could get better. Yeah, but it, like, was, it, was, it, was, a, it was a good awesome. game. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, from Square Enix, which is really surprising because, you know, to them, most of their games are, well, I wouldn't say trash, but to them, they, they think that they're not good enough. Oh, you didn't, you didn't make enough sales. Oh, you didn't, it wasn't that good. Not enough... Uh, 
you know, excitement. It's like, well, you need to market your game more better. And also don't push microtransactions into everything and don't make everything a looter shooter online. You don't as have far to. As far microtransactions go, TJ, that's a choice you make. You either, you, you yeah. either access them or you don't. That's a choice that an individual yeah, gamer makes. So that's irrelevant. If it's got microtransactions in the game, I don't care as think, long as they're cosmetic and they don't affect the game and like pay. Yes, to correct. Mm, I think their yes. biggest problem they had was their E3 showcase. They showed 20 mm-hmm. minutes of it and it did nothing for anyone and people just yes. wrote it off immediately. So when it yes. came exactly. out, no one cared about it. I think that's where they exactly. went wrong. But... Yeah. They showed they didn't showcase the game properly. Right that, that showcase put it in such a bad light like we all sat there and was like the hell are we watching yeah we like we like fell asleep and then like 15 minutes later oh this game is still on what the hell is <laughs> going on yeah. and then we yeah. found out that it looked like a co-op game but it didn't have co-op right so that was yeah. another thing because it, this is a game you really have to play and experience the story with to enjoy yeah it doesn't show very well so like the fact that they chose to show such a super long gameplay segment without any connotation for really what the game is actually about. Yeah, they kind of told us, but you kind of got to, you kind of got to see it. I, I feel like it will, it like to TJ's point, yeah, the marketing was like not as much as it should be, but I think it was more of like, they it didn't market it. Good. They didn't market it properly not, in not, aspect not like of final fantasy where they push it to the moon. Yeah. Well, not necessarily even with the dollars that they spend or how many places they put it out. I, what I'm saying is, they didn't showcase the right aspects of the game too much. And, you know, I, yes. I, I think that, like, if they had showcased it better and really explained in, a, in a, like, a, a better way without that long gameplay segments, it would have it would have done more for the game. I th- and I do think Avengers had an impact on this big time because we're seeing, okay, they have Crystal Dynamics, we have Eidos Montreal. The combat and the gameplay segments that they showed looked very similar to Avengers as well, right? So we're thinking, okay, yeah. this is going to be another Avengers type game, but there's not even any co-op in this one. So like, it, it kind of just didn't showcase right. Now that being said, like, the, I think the game had a lack of hype when it launched, and I think that even kind of reflected in the critic reviews, where the critic reviews weren't even as high as they should be, because I think it wasn't really until it got to the community, and the community started playing like day one, and this word of mouth started spreading. You know, it's like, wow this is really damn good. And then a lot of people put it as their game of the year, you know? And I think it's right. sat in like high seventies or low eighties on meta or something like that. But, you know, for a lot of people as I respect their opinion, you know, putting it up there is like, you know, one of the, the, be- the best game for them that came out in last year. And I haven't, fin- I still have like two chapters left because it's just the way I play games. Right. But what I've played so far is one of the best stories I've ever played in a game. Like the best, one of the best, like stories, like that progresses all the way through and grows, and the game actually gets better and better and better. Not not necessarily from a gameplay perspective. Like gameplay is pretty consistent throughout. I think that's Jasper's biggest complaint with it. It Yeah, I don't. The gameplay is just kind of repetitive and the same. But for me, like the story that they're able to tell for an MCU thing, like a a not MCU, a Marvel thing, you know, it was like equal to me as watching one of the movies where it has the same impact because I really actually care about the story yeah. that they're telling. And it's really hard for a game to do that to me. And it's very special games that, that, that have that impact and they're able to achieve that. And the, the actors did a great job, which is another thing that was way better than the Avengers, 
you know the the actors did a great job the uh character models they chose are, are better the way and and the banter yeah. between the characters throughout the entire time you're playing is just everything in that game it's, it's such an amazing job and screw square enix for like dogging them in public about the sales of the game because that only yeah. diminishes the potential that these games that these games can have because you're sitting there trashing on your own stuff and it, it's kind of like the develop devs are like sitting out there trying to have to speak for themselves with this and now you get the comments with them talking about hey it's great that game pass is finding that audience for us right and right. It, you know they're the ones having to speak all positively about that game where it should be the publisher you know really putting that forefront and being like hey yeah that you know we, we're really proud of what the you know the success and how the communities responded to this to the level of quality quality in this game and leave it at that you don't have to say like it it didn't meet your sales expectations you know what i mean like well, just I, I don't know man square enix needs to take a look in the mirror right because yeah. the, from everything anybody who's played this game right <clears throat> guardians of the galaxy <clears throat> if they went back even if you never saw like the easy E3 presentation, if you never saw <clears throat> all the other presentations where they showed the video, uh, the gameplay, right. You, even if you did not see that, but you went back and watched it again, you'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't have been excited for this game either. Right. That's on square Enix. Square Enix has a problem with how they advertise their Western develop their Western developed games. Yeah. Right. They don't seem to understand the audience they're going for. Think about this. We just talked about this, like the devs now have to rely on things like Game Pass to make sure that their audience grows, whereas it should be Square Enix's job up front, as we know, one of the main parts, especially in this day and age, the golden age of gaming with all these games out there is to make your game stand out. And when you throw something out there, just assuming because it's got Marvel attached to it, because it's got Guardians of the Galaxy attached to it, that people are just instantly going to be drawn to it. Look, everybody's time is limited. That's not how it works. You have to draw people in. Think about this. If they had gone back and used the opening scene, right? Not, not when he's a kid, right? Not when he's a kid, but when he, had they gone back in an E3 presentation and had shown the opening scene when he gets, when they finally get him to present time where he's on the ship and it opens up with turn up the radio from autograph. And he's looking in the mirror and they had shown that interaction that happens on the ship and the banter back and forth as he's going to each crew member. That would have been a much better showing because instantaneously the music would have drawn people in number one for all of us 80s music fans. We'd have been like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Now, this is Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the writing would have shown itself and people probably would have been chuckling along with that showing going, wow. This writing is pretty dang good for a video game. This is like movie quality, which is what everybody has said. Some people even claim it's better than some of the movie writing in some instances. So that's all on Square Enix. There's so many different ways they could have shown this off. Like, Mav, you brought up so many great points there in that rant about how it appeared to be a different type of game than it actually was. And that had a big effect on people's mental Right. Even if we find out later on, that sticks with people. First impressions can never be changed. It's the most important thing in the world. And Guardians was pretty blah when you go back and look at it. Lupa, I want you to talk a little bit more about with where you were going, though, with the devs coming out and saying about this about Game Pass. Maybe there was some of that shyness because of Avengers, which was also another Square Enix 
in a lot of ways, fault. They forced Crystal Dynamics to do a game style that they're not used to doing because they wanted those microtransactions, right? And then the way that they showed Avengers off originally did not grab people either. A lot of people, I remember saying the combat looks boring, right? And those first impressions were out there. And then you throw in the crazy, right, microtransactions and not really showing off what the game was all about. That's another Square Enix problem. But it go was also back like to, generic Iron Man yeah, too. Generic, <laughs> correct, correct. But they did that with Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. they still pulled it off, right? Because of the writing, right? Because the even though the voices aren't by the original actors, they still pulled it off. But with the Avengers, they could not pull it off because the writing was nowhere. And that's Crystal Dynamics, right? That I'm not going to put that on Square. That's Crystal Dynamics writing team. They did not bring that movie flair into the Avengers well. But go back to that a little bit, Lupa, about what you and TJ were talking about there. How... How do you think that Game Pass helps overcome that? Because, again, just because it's in Game Pass doesn't mean people download it. But obviously, there had to be something that grabbed people. And obviously, part of that would be the community talking about the people that did go buy it overcame all the stumbles that Square Enix had by throwing it into Game Pass, right? Well, yes. I mean, when a game goes into Game Pass, it's usually small studios that are taking the money after they've released the game and they've made what money they think they can make on that when when the game drops off a bit then they take the money for it to go into game pass i like that idea because it then gives that company the chance to start a new game another game but i think that um like people are always like i praise game pass i think it's awesome there's games in there a lot of games in there that i've played but I do think that Square, I don't know, they, they've always messed up a bit and they need to sort it out now. They'll be, they're going to see the difference now and like hopefully they'll sort out all their microtransactions and things. I mean, they used to make some good games that I enjoyed, but they seem now to, um, to be getting like cash grabbing as much as they can and that's annoying. But I do think that Game Pass should do what what they're doing is that people like not everybody can afford to buy every game that's an impossibility Mm -hmm. so buy these games going into game pass even though they're away down the line and you're not getting them when they're new you don't need to always get them when they're new and i think that that opens up so much opportunity for kids and casual gamers to be able to play games that they never would have been able to afford or they they didn't think they'd like that i i mean i've bought so many games since game pass because i've played a game and thought i love that i'm going to keep it and so i've bought it so i think that that it's a good thing in that sense i just think that um you know square enix they they tend to like all that all that bullshit about you know game pass has made it i don't think so if they'd have marketed it right, if it hadn't been released so close to Marvel Avengers, I think it would have done well under its own steam. And I yeah. think they need to they need to to stop spouting the shit they're spouting. <laughs> I agree. Psycho, brother, listen. So you and I are on the same page here, especially with 80s music. How cool would it have been to have that be like the focus along oh, with the writing, God. right? But as far as the devs go, like it's it's crazy to think about. Um what is it? There was no Game Pass. What is it? This was the old days, right? And there was no Game Pass. 
what would we be saying about Idios Montreal right now? Like the devs, you can you can hear going through that article through that interview, you can hear that they're ecstatic that Game Pass is actually a thing and their game went in there and now it's got this second life and people are playing it and people are talking about it again like they're excited but back in the old days without game pass right this would have been another one of those games that wound up on the heap right the the clearance mm-hmm. heap because it didn't sell well we'd be talking about is ideos montreal going to be closed down by square enix uh or is it going to be sold off which may still happen at the end of the day because square is obviously not happy with their western devs but without game pass this is one of those games that would have been kind of lost to the history of video games what do you think brother do you think that this you know is this just another huge w for game pass overall like hey game bring it here it's got a chance right well, yeah, of course. I mean, when and we even saw an uptick with um, Avengers when that came into Game Pass. So anything when you have access to a larger audience like Game Pass with a game that should be played like Guardians of the Galaxies, and it just brings, like they said, they, they're seeing it. It's getting a second life in in this service, and it's it's doing phenomenal. And it if Sony had something along the lines uh, that would bring something like that over, that also would be great for them. Cause then, cause you know, Sony or square and Sony are, you know, buddy, buddy. So that would be something uh, they would be like, Oh yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be great. You know, we're, we'll, we'll bring more games over uh, to, to services like game pass and Spartacus. But right now it's just, it's, it's really great that they're seeing it it sucks that they have to they're the ones coming out and saying this and the, and squares just keeping silent we're, and they're just being you know the grumpy old eastern <laughs> publishers that they are they're just like oh western audiences because if you when when square says we got a new final fantasy game everybody goes nuts Right. They, that's the marketing they have. They don't have to do any more marketing than that. And they, for some reason, they think, well, with the West, it's not the same. So we'll get these, you know, Marvel and we'll get, you know, Avengers and we'll get Guardians and it will be, you know, we don't have to do much. And that's not the case when you want to show off. When you show it off at E3, the way they did was yeah. not in a best light. How you right. set it up that got me if they brought that out that yeah. for an e3 trailer that would have gotten so oh, yeah. more positive reaction out of the game and then if you wanted to come at a later point to show the gameplay then you know then people like you know not 20 fucking minutes they could have done uh, like a five minute gameplay yeah. trailer and people would be like okay this is fun just get Tease us enough to be like, ooh, I want to play this, but don't give us too much. We're like, uh, like they did. At <laughs> right, exactly. It, it, I agree wholeheartedly, obviously. I mean, again, it's just, it, it seems like common sense to us, and it doesn't make any sense why Square Enix has such issues doing this stuff, but they really do. Now, like you said, maybe it's because they're so used to the Final Fantasies uh and, and those types of games that just are automatic like mm-hmm. they don't have to do diddly squat they could show anything yeah. right mm-hmm. they, they they could show they could show the ui and people would be excited about it right that's just well, how it works 
I'm, whoever's, but, whoever's doing their numbers for their western developed games like their future yeah. projections they need to like either stop fudging the numbers or <laughs> tone, tone it down tone it down a notch it was a single player <laughs> yeah. game that was like yeah. uh, you know a newer i mean i think they said even in that article right it's a new ip kind of for gaming you know even though it's not a yeah. new ip yeah. technically like Correct. for gaming and a single player thing square enix it's a, it's a whole new category that we haven't really seen before you know what i mean so like they, they can't just like expect it to sell like 20 million you know right off the bat right. you know like i, I don't i don't know yeah. what their projections were but like they do this it repeatedly to- stupid tomb raider avengers outriders. you know <laughs> outriders now now mm. this game i mean like just if you don't gonna set reasonable expectations even for your devs and then you know, make them feel like failures after the fact. Just, just do sell them off. You know, let let Microsoft or like somebody else, like that knows more what to do and cultivate that talent. Um, do with you know, do it. You know, and we'll see what's going on with that Unreal Engine Five and Tomb Raider. You know, with Crystal Dynamics. You know, I I don't know. I think we talked about it last night. There's more to that. You know, possibly. Yeah. But I, you know, I just Series X exclusive. You know, I, I hate seeing that neg- negativity from a publisher. Like, and maybe it's, they don't even intend for it to sound negative, but it's it's multiple times in a row, and they and it's from their Western devs. And the, and those games, some of them sell way more than some of the stuff that they publish, and that's Eastern focus, right? And yeah. and and it's like, well, why are your projections so much lower for those? <laughs> you know, and then you're praising them for doing much better you know like they'll praise something for selling like two hundred thousand copies right if it's like a small little project you know but then you know this sells millions and it's like oh we we you know maybe it's because of budget for it or what i don't i don't know what what they're thinking it is but um it doesn't seem like they know how to operate western focused games really with their with their marketing and budgets and and uh and everything if they can't if if they keep after every single release releasing a statement like this so i think they know. may have added an extra zero to like the population of the states like, maybe maybe just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we've had that conversation too yeah. Mav, right that 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 you know it's my firm belief that they use crystal dynamics and ideos to funnel money to finance their eastern development right right yeah. that, i think that was their their robin peter to pay paul so they're always going to come out and say the numbers look bad because they want to keep financing the next final fantasy or whatever the case may be with that money and it's so it's never good enough for them that they they expect their western developers to do some kind of magic you know and come up with bigger 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 numbers because again the biggest my biggest pet peeve in all the things that Square Enix has ever said is the Tomb Raider stuff. When they came out that said that every one of the Tomb Raider games underperformed, I was thinking, you guys got to be kidding me, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> really? It, yeah. Look, yeah at, it's, look at the Xbox version. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous, right? It gets to that level. Jasper, for you, listen to the devs talk about this, talk about Game Pass, specifically for Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean... You played through it. I mean, you bought it right out the gates, right? Yeah. Yeah, you bought it right out the gates, So, and you beat it. And so when you're playing through the game, like, to hear the devs basically need a lifeline at this point, right? A lifeline from Game Pass. Like, it, it made their, like, their bosses happy over at Square Enix. 
but to have such a quality game that you bought day one, you beat, so you knew what everybody was talking about. You were one of those saying, hey, this is a really good game. I remember being in a chat with you while you were playing. It was okay. It wasn't the best thing. <laughs> well, that, not the greatest game ever yeah. of all time, but again, for what it, for again, yeah. for a movie, a movie's IP turning into a video game, which is always questionable. It's gotten better as the years have gone by, but we still, it's questionable what, what you can do with a game like that. You still enjoyed it, obviously enough to beat it. So to hear the devs just being so happy to get this lifeline from Game Pass, what does that say to you? Like, if you were one of those devs, would you just be like, put all my games on Game Pass, damn it. <laughs> I think that just shows the fact that the devs understand the power of Game Pass more than some of their publishers that they, like, sign with. Right. Yep. They're finally waking up. That's a lot of people have seen that how great Game Pass is doing for their games when when they originally (laughs) release them, and it's just it's crazy how they're getting a second life, and it's just like people like, oh my god, this game is fucking phenomenal, and And maybe like with these Square Enix devs, like maybe they'll start like doing what IO did and try to break away from their publisher and like find someone else or go independent like if they can see like the actual like power of game pass like we can put our next game on game pass we don't have to sign with square enix and we can just then we can go independent and make our own stuff like maybe that's the next step i I got an answer for you jasper (laughs) square enix is gonna get rid of uh crystal dynamics and they're gonna go straight to xbox then it's a bigger budget you get more time and your game goes into game pass so you get more eyes on your on your on your merchandise right away versus sitting there telling having your bosses tell you oh you did a good job but it wasn't good enough sorry yeah hey, I, hey, hey. go ahead psycho go ahead oh no i was just gonna say hi drawn tj that's awesome no i just think overall that game pass is is doing what it's supposed to do and i think that mav as much as you and i have talked about this nonstop, we've all talked about this on so many different shows and so many different places about game pass it's always interesting when these these examples keep happening eventually there's got to become a time and point like we've talked about where it can't be ignored anymore that the power is there to change the fortunes of devs and publishers if they go ahead and take the leap into game pass with their games and i think that the more this builds up the more that you see this now this is twice that we've seen square enix with outriders and now with guardians of the galaxy use game pass to their advantage now with outriders it didn't work out the same way obviously we know huh i said according to square enix it didn't work according according to square enix we know that there was a huge lift for a while right right? there was a huge lift for a while but because the devs did not fix what needed to be fixed in a uh could you imagine (laughs) if could you imagine that game with how many people were excited for it if it functioned properly and had the core of that game is so good it it yes. could have it it could have been way bigger than it ever had any right to be to begin with because of Game Pass, but uh, because of the devs, maybe that's also up. a negative. A Game Pass, like maybe they weren't expecting like billions of people or whatever. Well, to play it, I mean, so, like, like servers couldn't handle it. Maybe that's a negative. It, it, that's what some people said, and that's what some people blamed it on. But it turned out that it was actually uh, other issues that they've released uh, in 
their like coding that they just like screwed up. Uh, so there was actually released some information about how the uh, um, level systems and, and all this kind of stuff were were, were jacked, but um, they were transparent about it, which is good. But I, I did blame a lot of people did blame Game Pass for that. But regardless, like it, you if you're releasing something right. And and you are a game that's trying to be like a online service type games of service type situation, right? They they said it's not, but you know, Outriders was, you know, it's a game right. of service game. Um, no microtransactions in it, I don't think were there. Um, I think I I, I think I so. Was is there I not? I don't think there was. If there's not, anyway, it's a multiplayer focused <laughs> game that's like co op yeah. all the way all the way through, and they had planned to bring out content after the fact. They had said, but. The, the whole point point is, like, if you're releasing something, you should have expectations that you want it to explode and be great, right? Like, you shouldn't have, especially from a published game from a major publisher, have this expectation that it's going to only do so well. And, you sh- you know, I hate that. You know, I absolutely hate it. And if it was only the server issues, you'd see it, like, in the past situations with, like, other Battlefield-type games where, like, oh, you know, our servers are... You know, or, or beyond capacity, we're adding more, and then within a few days, you know, they they meet the demand. But this was like far greater than just this was the worst people, battlefield ever. Well, the, on Outriders, this was this was far more than just like capacity issues, right? Like they just it was also like their first big multiplayer. It, game it, too. it was right. So you know, I think the amount of people you that know. played it and the hype had a negative effect because it wasn't working, and the it was. Not only working right away, but it extended for weeks, right? It wasn't like it was like, okay, two days of like uh, three days of a They also had a major bug where you could lose all your loot. Yeah, I mean, there there was like ongoing things for like weeks. And Cognito lost everything. If you have. And then they went and nerfed. They nerfed things instead of fixing real issues. So, (laughs) I mean, gameplay wise, the game has so much potential. People were loving it. People were loving it. But when you have these failures, um, with the systems for your online, you know, you can say, well, it's Game Pass's fault for introducing so many players to your broken game. Like, that's not... If the game had functioned properly, we could all be, like, say, talking about Outriders as one of the biggest new franchises in gaming, right? Right. But right. They, they they screwed it up, yeah. and it, it's not on Game Pass. It's not on Xbox. It's that's on, that's on the devs for not having their game function properly. And I think... I still had hope that it, they could turn it around and, and bring it back, but... You know, you can't as a new IP. Yeah, as a new IP. I just can't believe that people blame Game Pass. Game Pass is not the reason why a game... Well, a game will succeed because of Game Pass, but a game will not fail because of their servers because of Game Pass. That is the developer, and that is is them not doing their damn job. So, Square Enix, you know what? You You should have given them more money, and you should have given them more time, and done it properly if you wanted to make a looter shooter online if you want Avenger, yeah. Avengers to work right. There's, there's I, no I, facts speaking the square. There's I, no facts speaking But I think, square. I don't even know if this was I, like, I, know. I think the, this is more of a people the, can't fly being this their first foray into making this kind of mm-hmm. game and they just made some critical errors on the back end that they didn't anticipate. It, it, it doesn't help like when you have a bad boss too, right? That's true. It's really yeah. <laughs> when you have a bad boss, they made a bad deal to be partnering with Square Enix, yeah. and it, it came back to bite them in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, Square remember, did not give him any support. Yeah, yeah, and remember, even after the fact, they were wondering where their money was. That was you know what I mean? Right. 
Cool. Yeah, they were like, yeah. hey, you know, we they, made they, this they, game they, and like millions of players are playing and it. And then Square Enix said it was like, yeah, it's because you got all Game Pass users. It's like no one bought the game or whatever. <laughs> it's like, which is bullshit because they make the deal yeah. for, you know, like. Yes. Um, yes. They, Square it's has. Oh, it's still money. Man, this has become a podcast about Square Enix being pretty <laughs> shitty. At, you know what they I mean? Are. They are. Yeah, they, they have Kate, done a lot of shitty things. Change the thumbnail. Yeah. Change the thumbnail, Kate. <laughs> Heard emoji on top of Square Enix logo. Yeah, we need to just buy Square Enix and just get over with and get rid of the heads of of Square Enix and just oh. do us all a favor. No, Square no. Square's had its issues for sure. Yeah, oh, go yeah. ahead, Lupa. Can I interject, Paul? Yeah, go ahead, Lupa. Come on, Lupa. Let's go. Go, Lupa. Oh. You're talking about the BAFTAs. I have to mention my yeah, game of the year, my game of the century. It yeah. takes two wins, two BAFTAs. <laughs> I saw that. And original property. And I love it. And anybody who hasn't played it, they seriously need to get on there and play it. Find a nope. friend. I've play never it takes played two. a loop. It's awesome. I'm getting up on those and I love it. <laughs> no, I did. I did actually see that. It's, it's great. I. I just love to see small studios like that dominate. Yeah. It is really good to see that game winning, even if it's not something I'm interested in. I'm still happy for everybody yeah. associated with that game because I that, know how much of this family right here has played it and absolutely loved it, right? So yeah. uh, I, I give it all the credit in the world. It's awesome to see that, for sure. And, and also, another thing, it going into Game Pass has given it a second boost. Yep. And, uh, you know, me and uh, Fastback will be playing it the weekend and uh, – uh, Mike Mullis and Peter are playing it also. So awesome. I mean, it's just it's, it's just a game, game that you got, it's in Game Pass, darling. Yeah, yeah, it's right. in the EA. I can jump in and play it anytime, and it's just so much fun. And, and like, that's that one right there. It's funny you bring that up, though, Lupa. That's the perfect example of how to market a game. Number yeah, one, sure. number two, uh-huh. that option that they gave for you to buy it and then give a free to play pass for your friend or friend, whoever yeah. was going. That was the most I, I mean, that was just a phenomenal thing to do for that yeah. game. And it really paid dividends at the end of the day. Uh, that, that's did. the way you do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the only oh. thing that people were moaning about is, oh, you don't get the achievements if you use the friend pass. I was like, oh, big deal. You know, <laughs> Yeah, it, again, if you're a achievement hunter, I'm sorry for you. It's for, it's about playing yeah. the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. that's what it's about. Enjoy, it's enjoy like, what you game. Say? Who cares about achievements? That's what right. I there say. Was... Yeah, I don't know anyone on this panel that cares about achievements. No. <laughs> that was Jasper. very, very smart. Oh, maybe you though, Jasper, huh? <laughs> that was, that, that that was very smart. That yeah, exactly. gave a free, a free yeah. key to friends because that this way you would always have somebody being to play with instead of yeah. like no one yeah. buying it so that was very smart on their part because then if you Thank wanted you. the achievements and if you wanted to because you can't play it without somebody that has it so if you wanted to play it with somebody you had to buy it so it was very smart it was good marketing and it should have gotten a lot more credit than it did yeah, for sure. I, I mean, know, it won't I know. Of the year at the Game Awards, but like, yeah. you know, I think more more people would have jumped in if they understood what it was. Because the people that have played it, I've not heard a bad word. So many different levels. Every level is different. And it's about it's cooperation. Just, oh, yeah, all <laughs> got to fix your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> fix your relationship, and then kill the a... fucking book. Game. <laughs> good. Good. Go ahead, yeah. Great game. 
a great game. I, yes. I just hope that their next foray in is going to be better, as good, if not better. I just loved it. It's awesome. All right. Well, going from Lupa's advertisement for It Takes Two, <laughs> which it doesn't need anymore. <laughs> I only did it to wind you up. <laughs> I'm not having you sitting I'm fine, Lupa. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Look, so we're going to jump into a game that probably needs some goodwill, and we're going to do this quickly because not everybody here is interested on this panel, and not everybody's played it on this panel, but but I am going to jump into this one, and this is something that Mav and I are going to talk about, and maybe some others who have tried it. But uh, Godfall, the Ultimate Edition, launched on Xbox uh, this week. It is not in Game Pass. However, for the next 13 days now, it is on sale for $30 instead of the normal $40. Again, if you remember, this was a full price game over on PS5 for $70. Uh, it got the nickname God Awful, which I absolutely love. I think it's mo- one of the most hilarious nicknames that have ever come out of video games um, for different reasons. Uh, but they've done a lot of work on this game. Now, I never played the game originally. Uh, my brother from another Steel Rain, however, did play it on PC originally. And he was even saying before they fixed everything that he did enjoy the game. It's a hack and slash looter. It did not live up to the hype. There was a lot of mistakes made in the marketing of that game, saying that it could only be on the PS5 because the power of the SSD. That's why it got a lot of hate as well. Uh, That was their fault, Gearbox's fault. Randy Pitchford came out with that, of course, as he always wants to do. He says things out of that big mouth before he should. But at the end of the day, Godfall has landed, the Ultimate Edition. So for $30 right now, you get everything, including all DLC. They have completely upgraded the end game to this. Um, I bought it. I jumped in. I got Mav to jump in. Jasper, did you jump into it too? Uh, I'm still waiting on it. If I finish LEGO Star Wars in time, got me to buy it. it. Yep, yep. TJ (laughs) jumped into it last night because he heard us talking about it for sure. Lupa, I know you're not touching it at all. Uh, Obviously, Psycho, you are already on Tiny Tina's Wonderland, so I don't know if you're going to pick this up either. I'm too busy playing with Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina is much more fun. (laughs) It it is. It's incredible. I already rolled credits, so yes, absolutely 100%. Mm -hmm. I did my advertising for Tiny Tina's over the past couple weeks, for sure. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Love that game. Uh, Go buy it if you haven't already. If you love Borderlands, go get Tiny Tina's. It's amazing. It's an absolute wonderful time. But jumped into Godfall. Look. I'm not going to play it either. Caitlin, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad you're oh, back. You're here. I, did, I, didn't, I thought maybe you had screaming. I thought you had screaming going on, so I didn't want to bring no, you back No, but I in. did just take four ibuprofen. So. Okay, <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, how could you sleep with that yelling in the background? Heck no. Uh, look, so Godfall, uh, Mav, uh, Jasper, you're waiting on it yet. So look, we're going to do a little advertising here. Godfall. A lot of people have a lot of things against this game without ever touching it because of all the word of mouth that has been out there. Uh, They have not been kind to it for some good reasons and some bad reasons. A lot of it's that hate train that we've seen on so many games lately. Here's what I'm going to say. Got about probably what, four or five hours in at this point. Now at this point, this game to me is worth the $30. This game, if you like looters, if you like hack and slash, and you're not looking for some, fantastical story that's going to draw you in, but you just love the action. For me, this game is worth $30. Mav, go ahead, man. You take over. What do you think of Godfall so far? Yeah, let me get to a couple of super chats real quick first. 
Um, oh, we got super chats. Yeah, I got okay. uh, earlier one from John TJ. Uh, thank you so much, dude. But two dollars super <laughs> chat. He told me that this is from Meta. Thanks, man. I'll make sure that Facebook gets our uh, our money for sure. Um, yeah, they like, need it. Yeah, let me know. Um, and Lord Roughness with the five dollars super chat. Thank you, Lord sir. Roughness. He says not having it, Lupa. Game of the decade, not even close. Elden Ring. <laughs> and i answered in saying i meant last decade not yeah. this decade yeah. i love elden I ring agree. too elden ring's definitely and elden year. ring is oh. up there at the moment but we shall see yeah. with what's coming whether it stays up there for me yeah um uh, i see i see bomber right away said you godfall okay all right see this is what i'm talking yeah. about let's go all right so go, you on, know, go ahead all right i have i had zero expectations for godfall all I've done is hear bad things about it, you know, god awful and, um, you know, the, the ridiculousness that it had at launch with a lot of like lacking of stuff, you know, like a lot of these types of games have. And it didn't even have co-op and, you know, it was touted as like only possible on the PS5 and and all of these things. And then it kind of went out and it flopped. It was I think it was was it $70 or 60? Yeah, it was 70 it was 70, 70. And so it had all these huge expectations, right, from a lot of people. And it came out, and everybody's like, what the hell is, is this, you know? And it got this huge negativity around it, this, this uh, negative vibe. And a lot of people have played it right day one, right? So um, what we're playing now is not necessarily a fair comparison to that experience, right? Because right. what we're playing is like two years' worth of added content to it plus patches. also a lot of patches. patches and fixes and co-op added and there's even like a six-player co-op mode that we can access later and all this stuff so i i would i'm not saying that my opinion now would like detract from anybody's opinion that played it like right away you know what i mean right. because I, I can't i can't quantify that i can't judge it however what i can say like you pong uh, thirty dollars. You know, I, I even put on like Twitter's like, should I should I pull the trigger? You know, and, and like <laughs> like seventy percent of people are like, no, don't do it. You know, don't do it. Don't you dare. John T. I J. Even was even said no at first. Yeah, John T. J. was even one of them. And and then Pong got me by sending me this DM that he had it installing, and he was like a certain amount of percentage. Pong and Mav. And, yeah. and you know me like I'm always like wanting to play games with like my friends and stuff, and it's like I love co-op gaming, and so I'm like. You know, I got it. I'm going to do it. So I use Microsoft Rewards and I ended up pulling the trigger. I got it for like 15 bucks after the rewards. Right. So but even for 30 bucks, yep. I have to say, like, I mean, I, I don't have this any kind of crazy expectations for this thing about like supposed to be like one of the best games ever or anything no. like that. It's just for what the value is that we got it for. I'm having a blast, dude. Like, I, honestly, like, we're going around hacking and slashing shit, getting loot, um, checking out uh, these different areas. It kind of has, like, we talked about it, like, in a way, there's almost like a fantasy star vibe with the way the map system works. You kind of have, like, this hub, and you go into a, to an area. And you also brought up Two Human, which was a great two comparison. Because oh, it's like of, Two Human? Because yeah. The, because it's got the feeling of it right yeah, it's got the feeling the, of it. the yeah. weapons have a weight to them they like the combat oh, yeah. has you can feel the hits you know it, it can be challenging as well you know oh, yes. um yeah. there's uh it's the sim there's a simplicity to like the the systems that are in place that you know you know me like when we dive into these kind of games i'm always picking your brain for questions and you get you guys get on because 
I can't. I'm like, man, I don't understand all this shit. But like the X button. Yeah, I'm like, there's <laughs> yeah. too much. There's too much stuff. You know, get good math. Everything on here is like pretty easy and simple to understand, and there's there's a decent amount to work for. I feel like, and yeah. you know, I don't know what's gonna happen with like end game stuff. Like, I hear that there's like not much there, but I don't know. I feel like they may have added some since they've added stuff. So, yes, um, from what I'm playing now, honestly, I'm having a good time. I'm not gonna say it's like game of the year or anything like that but right, if right. i was asked to like review my impressions from like the first five hours or so of the, my game play with this with you i would say i would give it like an eight or so yeah. like from my yeah. it, i mean there's that it's working well like yeah. the combat co-op is, co-op is working well the graphics yep. are good there's loot there, there's decent loot I uh, the there's the combat has a lot of different intricacies to it with the different weapons yes. that you use and the combos that you use and also all the different um, armors that you can unlock. There uh, changes things everything. as well. I, there, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know 100% where a lot of the negativity comes from. I don't know if everybody that's played it or maybe people that haven't played it at all have a negative opinion just because of what they've heard. Um, yep. But from my perspective right now, dude, I just got to admit it and say I'm enjoying Godfall and um, I'm looking forward to playing it more maybe tonight with you. I don't know what your plans are, but... Yeah. Um, you sons of bitches! You yeah. all talking. You talking me like into to play this with now. Though, Yeah, Steel's joining in too. Yeah, I so, think co-op. You know, sons of bitches! Right. <laughs> no, it's it, you, Psycho it, it, on Tiny Tina. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> Tina's is great too. Yeah, they got a special. They got a special uh, thing going for Tiny Tina's as well this weekend. So uh, for a while, for next week or so. Mm-hmm. So which I do want to hop to hop into as well. But yeah, just to add to you, ma'am. Again, I, if you're looking for a looter. Right. And you're not playing Tiny Tina's. Right. And you're not looking again for a story. The story's there. There is, is there some a story to it. System to it. Like not not standardized classes that you think of. You can build you. What you do is you unlock these different armor sets, which changes your abilities and changes your appearance. Right. So customization wise, it's basically there's not a whole lot there outside the color of your armor. Okay, so, so you don't not just go whole... in and be like, I want to play a healer. No, want... oh. no, no, no. There's different armor sets that you have to unlock it's that like give Russian you different roulette. abilities. So that give you different abilities. Uh, and you got to kind of fi- figure out which one. There's like 12 different armor sets. Okay, so and they all have different cold? abilities. Huh? You can have in multiplayer, is it? Up, up to, to up well no it's up to it's three until you get to the end game and then they've included a six player uh end game as well now so there's a whole new mode with up to six players now it's just so that ryan in the chat was asking how many yeah 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 exactly it's three it's three to start out until you get to end game and then they do have an end game yeah. mode that's up to six. And, and i'll say so, that uh, yeah. yeah go ahead tj go ahead Mav. So I, was, I was gonna say uh, um a lot of people i said like hey you know they're expecting this game to hit game pass at some point as well yeah. and i i agree with that it, it will. so i i don't didn't necessarily see that as a reason for me to wait because i still think 30 dollars is like a good value for this and for, even if it does deal. hit game pass i don't foresee it's something that's just gonna live and stay in game pass for forever so right. uh 30 dollars was for for everything and it is way better than 70 right, right. and you're getting right. it like with yep. all the fixes and everything. So I'm not trying to tell everybody that you're going to love it, but I'm just going to say yeah, no. like, it's worth a try. If you got like 30 bucks extra, you want to like say, okay, like a, a decently made game. That's like, um, has pretty good production value and, and it's, is working well. The co-op is working well. We haven't had any hitches at all with it. And we have uh, had zero bugs really either. 
Like, I, have we had a bug? I had bug? one. I had one when I put the shift code in and it locked the shift code okay. screen. Yeah, on you had the shift onto code. my screen. Yeah, and I couldn't get rid yeah. of it. I had to actually stop. The, I had to quit the game, quit out of the game in order to come back in. But yeah, no, everything's working really well. And again, like Mav said, there's weight to the combat. It's a deep combat system. There's combos. There's extra special abilities in the skill trees that you yeah. open up with your shields, with your weapons. There's all, I mean, again, it's a deep, it's deeper than you think from what you've heard from people. Like a lot of people, eh, it's just hack and slash. Yeah. Sure, you can hack and slash, but you're going to get mobbed. And it, it, the difficulty is increasing as Mav and I go along here. And we've gotten in some situations because they throw different style enemies at you in groups. And so you're always constantly adjusting on the fly and your weapons do dictate how the battle's going to go. Like I've already figured out, I got to use my two handed uh, pole arm versus my dual light swords in different situations. If I'm fighting heavy armor guys, yeah, yeah, it really does have a lot of depth to it. And that's what steel always talked about. He's like, dude, don't just watch the videos and think that you're just butt mashing your way through this. He's like, that's not going to work out in a lot of instances. He's like, you do have to use some thinking to it. And Mav and I have been backing away. You got to look out for it. You got, you can't, there's parry to it. So the parry system is really well done. Um, They've got unblockable attacks that you have to watch out for that. You got to be dodging away from Um, there's all of that is in this game. So I think this game is a lot deeper than what people thought it was up front. Uh, And again, I would recommend it highly at $30. I'd recommend it at $40. I have two nitpicky things that I don't know if they may add at some point and um, well, maybe three. Okay. So here's my three things. If they're still, adding content to this game which i think they are um target lock on yes. your mic's on mute to pong um yeah, yeah uh, tar- no, I, I said that too last night yeah, yeah target lock on um have a, at least a little overlay map in the corner or something yes. you don't necessarily have to have a big one that we can pull up but like at least because the areas are bigger than you think they are they can we got lost a couple times man yeah and we were like wait where how do we get back because like the the paths even though like it's like supposed to be more of a linear experience like these paths are like branching and they go in like sometimes two or three different directions and then you go down one of those and that branches off to two or three different directions you go down one of those and then that branches off then you get end up trying to you know uh, find these like little puzzle things to open a chest all right. All right, Steel is saying so, that there's a target so lock like a in the start menu. So okay. there is a way to do it. I didn't see it when I went in there, so I'm going to have to go back in there and look. <laughs> Thanks, Steel. I, obviously, Steel knows. So, um, yeah. so that'll activate that. So that fixes that. Never mind. Um, and then yep. turn on the, the map. The third the third thing is I would like like pick upable armor pieces that are customizable instead of just right. changing the colors and having the preset. Now, the presets look badass, right? And they have like coatings kind of for them you know that you can unlock um but i would like because of the way that because the armor looks so badass like with the aesthetic of it i could imagine like some amazing shit like if you could like get different looks but that's that's kind of like um the same with several games several games go this method you know and and, it, and it, at the end of the day it's fine it doesn't doesn't detract yeah. anything it's just something i would like to see yeah, no, exactly. And I agree with you with those nitpicks too as well. But uh, just overall, we're having a fun time. And I think that, again, Mav and I, we've all talked about this, right? We've all talked about this, that sometimes people lose sight of what video games are sometimes about. Now, it may not be for you, and I totally get that. But a lot of times video games come down, are you having a great time? And with Godfall, I can honestly say I'm having a great 
freaking time with the game. I, again, just having fun. I'm not in any way, shape or form saying, God, should I have really spent $30 on this game? No, I'm not at all. And I think that that's what it comes down to is the values there. And again, I'm a big looter fan. It always gets me. It's part of my addictive personality. I love looting things. I love finding new new weapons and new upgrades and feeling like I'm actually upgrading my character. And that definitely is in this game. You can feel yourself getting more powerful as you go along. Mav was doing it tonight. Mav jumped into me after he had go do errands and stuff. And so he was behind me by like four levels when he jumped back in tonight, we were going up against it. Obviously it scaled to me because we were playing in my game and Mav was getting his butt handed to him. But Within what 30 minutes, you had powered up two levels, and all yeah. of a sudden, you were starting to do some damage and you were starting to get after those guys. Yeah, I like That's that aspect. Really I, good stuff. I, I, yeah. I, I don't like games that like it nerfs you because you're in somebody right. that's higher level, right? You know what I mean? Like, don't punish like me for that. Ring. Yeah, I'm trying to like <laughs> compete here, and I may be getting my ass kicked, but I'm, I'm struggling to do it, so give me more XP for that, you know what I mean? And, and it does that, it rewarded me. So now I've actually almost caught up to you. Uh, with yep. a level because I think I hit like fourteen or uh, yep. fifteen you're, or something. Yep. You're now. right behind me. So, you're right behind me now. So um, no, like it that. works out great. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, really worked out well. So again, that was our short advertisement for Godfall because we know a lot of people had questions about. It. Again, I did a post too on Twitter about Godfall, just simply saying that hey, I'm jumping in. Thirty bucks sold me plus Steel Rain vouched for it, so I'm jumping into it. And I got a lot of traction. I had a lot of strangers out there jumping in saying, mm-hmm. oh, you paid too much. But I also had a lot of people that were actually just honestly curious about the game as well because there's been so much discourse around it, and it looks really good. When you see it, the graphics do pop off the screen. The color palette, the design choices that they made, awesome. They are freaking really good and well done. And let me tell you, it's crispy. I'm playing which is nice for the console version with all these patches and stuff they've done. They've worked on the performance modes. It comes for the Xbox. If you're playing on the series consoles, it comes with VRR and Dolby vision and the series X does have a 120 mode and I'm playing on the 120 mode. Let me tell you smooth as butter. Let me tell you, it's awesome. Absolutely having a good time with it. Um, so we just wanted to bring everybody up to speed. Cause I know a lot of people had questions about Godfall out there whether or not to buy it and for $30 definitely do it even if you wait till the $40 mark but like we just brought up I do think it will live at some point in game pass for a time period because this is one of those games that would have been perfect just to drop straight in the game pass let me tell you a lot of people would have been trying this thing out for sure yeah but, uh, but it we'll maybe see. because it does they didn't have all that content and everything maybe it still would have had like an outrider situation you know what I mean? yeah it, it's possible that is possible that's people, always that's always the side Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. People need to understand that, you know, they sit there and they're like, oh, well, $30, $40 is too much. Well, you can use your marks on reward points, or you can wait until it goes in the Game Pass, or you can look at it like this. You know what? Sony fans had to pay $70 up front. We're paying 30 bucks. Right. But you're complaining. It's the ultimate edition. They could just give that for a standard edition. Right. Luckily, it's, it's only it's 30 the bucks for the ultimate Yep. That's like that's like saying Forza. That's like giving uh, the Ultimate Edition for 30 bucks and sitting there saying, ah, oh, it's too much. It's too much. Really? Are you are you freaking blind? Come on. It's it's a it's a good deal. It's not yep. a bad deal and it's not like amazing deal, but it's just right. It's just in the sweet spot. Like Pong said and Mav said. It's amazing. 
Absolutely agree. Oh, I've got a question for you, yeah, from shoot. Ryan. Yeah. Curious if you think any live services can live outside of Game Pass these days. Absolutely. Freaking, we, we've got example after example of live service games that can live outside of Game Pass, right? Look you've got at the, Apex. Look you got at, Apex, uh, you got Destiny, Fantasy you got Star, yeah. Look, yeah. Uh, Other Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's plenty. Now, do I think that Game right. Pass can certainly help one? from getting lost in all this content. Absolutely. Of course, game pass can give you that initial fan base or that initial group of people to play your new live service game. So I think there is something to be said for that, but I definitely think that live service games, if done right, can certainly live outside of any kind of subscription service. There's so many people playing video games nowadays. If you grab people's attention, you will get that credibility and you don't need a service, a subscription service to do I'm that. I'm sorry, he says now he yep. puts in new games. Yeah, new games. I I still think that new games can absolutely freaking lootly. Yes, look at yeah, Elder Ring. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's it's look not a service Ring. game really, but it no. it's 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 a game that nobody thought anybody would play because it's so niche, right? But now look, it's yeah. it overshadowed Sony's two biggest IPs, Gran yeah. Turismo, and also Forbidden West. Of course. So does that yep. tell you? It, 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 oh, you do it a game right. They made it, it, they made it playable for, for a lot more people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was $60. Next if it has a chance, it's probably going to be Arc Raiders might be the Arc next Riders. big one yep. that has a chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Raiders, Raiders. What's that one yeah. Raiders. That you, Is it Raiders? You, I thought it was Raiders. Yeah. It's Raiders. You, you Mav, always huh? knock that um, they put in Splinter Cell and all them things in from Ubi. I've forgotten the name of it. X-Defiant? X-Defiant. That could be one. Yeah. No, well, I mean we don't think game. so. I'm just saying. Yeah, it, be, right? it, it, they're doing a, a lot of changes to that game right now, so they're. Yeah, I exactly. have more hope for it than I did before because I think they listened to all the feedback from the early mm-hmm. testers and um, have uh, made some changes to the branding. They've actually dropped the Clancy brand from it altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, the logo. Yeah, he and got stuff back up from his grave and was like, "What are y'all doing?" Is yeah, the the logo <laughs> and stuff is more serious toned as well. They got rid of. A lot of stuff on their um, on their site that was advertising it, like with you know all the graffiti type stuff and everything. Like I, I think they're making some changes. That, like if they do it right, I think X Defiant has a chance. You know, um, right. but that wasn't the only things that were wrong with it. <laughs> like anybody that played right. it uh, and tested it out, there was some other issues as well, right? So we'll, we'll see where that goes. But yeah. Um, Ubisoft is going to have some kind of live service game success because they're throwing like a tons of shit yes. at a dartboard right now, <laughs> trying to hit a bullseye. And they got like all of their franchises, of you know, that are yeah. being looked at as, you know, uh, their next big live service thing. And eventually they're going to hit the mark on it and they'll learn from their mistakes. But right now it's a, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, we got, was it heart? Was it Heartland? We got Heartland, ha- yep. X Defiant. You know the uh, Skull and Bones, Assassin's Creed Infinite. Assassin's Creed Infinite. Um, yep. All of these games are, are going to be this uh, some form of live service. Like Ghost Recon Battle Royale thing. Or whatever oh, Ghost Recon. Yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> yeah. what the name. Uh, Frontlines. I think that, they, that they quickly took down and put back in the oven again and said, "Oh, just kidding. We're not going to have a beta." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, Breakpoint was just axed this week. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, they were. The breakpoint is not getting any more updates, but the servers are still going to be live. So it's still going to be yeah. alive. So It'll still be a game. It's just not going to be yeah. have any support. They do that with Assassin's Creed. Um, 
it was a year now with Valhalla. They're doing two years, although we've not seen the map that they've given us, the roadmap yeah. for the year two yet, because they took the DLC away and made it into a game. Standalone. The, the, the interesting yeah. thing, <laughs> the interesting you're thing is... you pay for another fucking game that should have been DLC. <laughs> Here comes the Looper Rant. Yes. Ah! Yes, well, it's here's not the an Xbox with, Ultimate without that. Here's Let's the thing go. with Ghost Recon, too, is like, it, you yeah. know, the, they were sort of using um, Breakpoint for the NFT testing, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the rumors are between this new Ghost Recon uh, free-to-play game is that's going to be their main uh test for nfts going forward as well and that's so um it's gonna be a quick f for fail how about a kill ghost recon franchise and one swift move yeah yeah that, that's what i mean who knows exactly yeah what's up what do you gonna i was gonna ask everybody uh what's your guys take on zombie games like in terms of like state of decay you like yeah. that right yeah okay Absolutely. so some are good some are bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I read an article today that uh, that one game that's on PC that's uh, okay. The publisher, it sounds like they're not that good, but I've seen gameplay of it. It looks good, but I, I don't know. You're talking about that but... game that looks too good to be true? Uh, that's yeah, out there? Yeah. Um, the, yes. the, day, the day after, the day before, yeah. day it's after, coming to Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It actually got announced for June it looks 20th great. Yep. this year. Yep. Yeah, we'll see how that uh, is. What, right now, I'm like, have my like, yeah. from what you've read. Right, sus meter going. It's like that's cool. It's on. It's on my. It's on my list, though. It's on my radar. It looks looks like the division meets Dave Decay meets, uh, uh, like Snowrunner, like with the vehicles. That's how. That's that's why it looks so appealing to me is because it does look fantastic. So So if they hit those marks, if they hit those marks, and we don't have another division situation or watchdog situation where what they show is not representative of what we actually get to gameplay. Look, if if it's close to what they're showing us, I'm all in. I'm all about it. I oh, think it looks yeah. fantastic. I'll be all in too. Yep. Day yep. one. I just the history of this developer is not yeah. that promising. Right. So, right. um, they've had other projects they've got funding on and like supposedly abandoned as well. I, there, there's a there's some YouTube videos about this developer in this game that kind of shed a light potentially that you know I, I don't I'm not gonna say like this is gonna it's not gonna i i don't know but i I would just i would just say everybody should also be mindful that just because it looks this way right now there's a possibility it may that may not be what we get or ever get true right yeah it kind of looks like daisy but they kind of it, it bumped like up their trailer to make it look good. It, it looks it look for right now. My my honest perspective is that it's got a and I've seen this before with different games. It's got a little bit of that too good to be true aspect on on, on there. Like this is like yeah. fucking mind blowing for a, for a dev that's only made like these little like silly games and stuff um, to be able to pull off something like this. Maybe it's possible. I don't know. But it just seems like I have my I have my guard up, but my I hope my hope high, but my my guard up is, is very 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 high as well on that project. Yeah, so. I, I'm excited for it. I really want to succeed. Don't get too I excited. Hope it comes out exactly like it's been <laughs> It'd be like it's a maybe another No Man's Sky. It's, it, this is, I would advise Mav. Are you trying to hype kill right now? No, I'm just advising a wait <laughs> to see approach. How are you trying thing. to? Oh, you're trying to do just that. like that you're abandoned that shit that people got hyped up on. I PlayStation. Tra- Nobody got hyped about that other than that they thought it was Kojima. 
Okay. Yeah. Nobody well, else got hyped about the gameplay and what it looked like. It was about people were saying, oh, it it's going to be Silent Hill and all that. Well, that Correct. Was, that they thought it was shit. Kojima. Yeah. I mean, well, the PlayStation like, fans have been speculating a lot of stuff. And you know what? They don't really know, actually. Sometimes you can just kind of smell a snake. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Oh. I, I, I don't know. You, you know what? It could come out and it could be like, wow. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen and played, which is what it looks like right now, which is why I also am a little sus, right? Like the good yeah. news is, is we got so much to play right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it one of those matter. happen, right? It really oh, doesn't yeah. matter. So if it comes out and it's not what it is, shit, we'll have we'll have ten other games waiting in line to play. Mm-hmm. So and whatever. New test drive. I'm looking forward yep, to exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, we got wow. another five dollars super chat from Lord Ruff. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Shoot it. Lord Ruff just hit us again, dude. Thank you so much. He says, "Wait, did Horizon Forbidden West and Gran Turismo come out?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they came out underperforming. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that's all right. It still looks like a great game. If I had a PS5, yeah. I would have yeah. picked it up. But uh, it definitely got overshadowed. Uh, Elden Ring Elden killed Ring off killed a off. lot. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring did a lot of damage. And also, also, Gran Turismo got a lot of negativity right after launch. Oh, well, their, that was a great. Yeah. That was self-inflicted. They're 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 Grand trying Jackson to fix seven. things now. They just made new announcements with their pat with patches and changes coming. Well, of I, course, they finally admitted that it's games as a service after they charged mm-hmm. it over seventy bucks for it. So yeah, yeah. Now they're gonna fix it. Twenty dollars. <laughs> do you all think? Do you all think that Returnal should have won the BAFTA for best game? Uh, I don't know. I can't say. I haven't played it. Um, I can definitely tell you that the people who love it absolutely yeah. freaking love it. So maybe it's one of those games that again people love and hate, but the, the obviously the reviewers loved it. I'm looking so, forward to trying it with PS Plus Premium. So am I. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really gonna pay for that, Mav? I, if I have the extra money, what I will do platinum. is buy like <laughs> buy the full year because that's the same price as I pay for PS Plus anyway. And because they just knock it down, they got 15. rid of the year, year option, didn't they? You can't do the year. No, the year they're going to sell yearly on PS Plus Premium for 120 bucks, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's 9.99 a month, and and for that, about I, I think that's what it's worth, right? Honestly, I think that's all it's worth. And at that point, if I like, I'm looking at it like, okay, 120 bucks, I'll, I'll drop that because I think that's like the way to go about it. $17.99 a month, I wouldn't touch that shit with a 10 foot pole, you know? Right. Like, uh, drop it down to $10 a month because there's no day and date. You still got the cloud saves behind paywall. And then also, like I said, you don't, you don't have Microsoft rewards or sorry, Sony rewards. You don't have anything to throw in there as a more enticing deal. Now, if they had like that kind of stuff, then, you know, it'd be a lot more forgiving. But the fact that they're willing to charge you for that, for backpack games, demos and all that, like, like I told Mr. Boomstick, I was looking forward to getting a PlayStation actually. But after that, that's just another slap in the face. I'm finally done with PlayStation. I'm just going to wait until I come on my PC. A lot of people are going to take that road for sure, but it's going to be wait and see. Again, yeah. uh, we I, touch I on that a lot. Sure. But, I mean, I'm still yeah. going to get a PlayStation yeah. again. Yeah, get that. Yeah. But like, true. If I got a PlayStation, I would do it too. But, but again, that's because I would play the backwards compatibility. If I could get a PlayStation Five Digital, it'd be awesome because <laughs> they're like bloody unicorns, and <laughs> I'm not getting the pregnant one. The next one on I PC. get will be the digital for sure. No thanks. You know, um, because the other one just looks <laughs> weird as shit be honest with you like <laughs> it does but it's like the digital one i think is a no, decent value for what it is right um, so anyway yeah 
Well, um, hey, look, man, two hours flew by, people. Holy cow. It doesn't even feel like it. I know. This is what happens on Xbox Ultimate when we, we get, get the conversations. In the Witcher 4 or Tomb Raider 4? Now what we're going to oh do is God. we're going to do it. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing that's been announced. No, I actually, awesome. actually, I've got yeah. something. Actually, Lupa, hold on. and Let me finish. Since okay, this is baby. my show tonight, we're going to do I know you keep saying that I will get it to go left at some can point. We do we're, a, can we but, do a kill we're, we're going to no, we're going to. No, we're going to do a little out. We're going to do something different with the outro because what I was going to talk about is we had a lot of game announcements this week of old franchises coming back. So I'm going to loop this in and chat. I want you to listen up right now because I want you to put in your selection as well into the chat, please. Mav, if you want to do a, if you want to do a survey quick, you can do one. You want me to, you want me to get on a poll? If you want to do a poll, do a poll, man. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. So if you can do it real quick. So now listen carefully, because this is how we're going to do the outros. We're going to roll this into kind of our final topic. This week, for, for people who don't know, there was a lot of great older franchises announced to be coming back or new additions coming out, right? This was an awesome, awesome week for that. So we had Return to Monkey Island, right? Return to Monkey Island was announced by Devolver Digital, okay? That is freaking awesome. That goes back. This is one of Tim Schafer's original franchises as well. This goes back to LucasArts. It's been gone for a long time, but Return to Monkey Island is coming back. It's actually and three, am, right? Return to Monkey Island 3? Yep. Yeah, yeah it's like the C. It's it, They just said Return to Monkey Island, but it's the directly after the yeah. last. Uh, re- yeah, so... Technically, it's, it is three, but it's been okay. gone for so long that people yeah, yeah, yeah. forget about that. It's so funny. So Return to Monkey Island, number one. Okay. Then we had, of course, Tomb Raider announced, right? Tomb Raider, Crystal Dynamics during the UE5, Unreal Engine 5 presentation. Crystal Dynamics shows up out of the blue and says, guess what? We are working with Unreal Engine 5 on a brand new Tomb Raider game. Yes. So freaking amazing. So we got Turn to Monkey Island. We got Tomb Raider. Then, of course, Remedy shows up and says, by the way, we're partnering with Rockstar and we're going to go ahead and remake, not remaster, remake Max Payne 1 and 2, a franchise that is beloved by many in this community, myself included. Max Payne is coming back. They are going to remake one and two in partnership with Rockstar. That is fantastic. And then Criterion shows up on the scene and says, guess what? We're going to have a new need for speed. Now, this was this was more not just Criterion. It was more kind of a rumor situation, but it sounds legit. It sounds like this is happening. Criterion is ready to launch a new need for speed this year in November, and it's going to be current gen only. They are doing away with the old gen. So we've got four different games that were announced this week. Older franchises, the love franchise. Huh? The poll is up. Poll is up. So my question, as we do these outros, when you before you do your outro, I want you guys to tell me which one you are most excited for out of this list of four. And chat, go ahead, 
Start voting. Which one are you most excited about the announcements that happened this week? It's done week? already. It's 100% Tomb Raider. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 100%. Yes. So I think, I think Caitlin currently is occupied with sleepover duties. I think she put that in the chat. So Caitlin, if you're, if you're here, let me know that I'm wrong. But otherwise, I think she is out I of the picture. So we're going to... Yeah, so we're going to start with TJ because he is our guest this evening. So TJ, I want you to tell me, first of all, tell everybody which one of those four you're excited for and give me a quick reason as to why that's one makes you most excited. And then go ahead. Thank you, first of all, for showing up and being here a part of Xbox Ultimate tonight, brother. It was great to get you out of the chat and onto the show. Finally, great to hear your thoughts, your opinions. It was amazing. Thank you for joining us. And then tell everybody where they can find you at, what you got going on. But first things first, tell us which one of those four you're most excited for and why, sir. Yeah, I'm most excited for, I'd even know that they were announcing Need for Speed, to be honest. So hearing that from you really makes me happy because I do want a new Need for Speed. I just hope it's better than Heat. That's one I'm most excited for, but I'm also excited for Tomb Raider. I just had to throw that real quick. Fair enough. Not a problem. Where can everybody find you, sir? Uh, You can find me at DrawnTJ450 on Twitter. You can follow me also on Xbox, which is just regular DrawnTJ. And you can also follow me on YouTube, where I'm always in everybody's podcast, supporting every content creator, because everybody is a pillar of this community, regardless. Mm -hmm awesome man you do you and do I support a lot you guys let me on this podcast i really do no and you guys are all awesome great to have you here, here brother bro. thanks yeah absolutely 100 it was great to have you on here thanks. all right lupa i think i already know which one you're gonna vote for <laughs> but which one of those four are you most excited for and why the suspense is killing us all obviously okay and then tell everybody where they can find your wonderful self please well, I have to say, I have to vote for the most awesomest first ever Women of Gaming Tomb Raider. She, Lara, is my dream. Well, <laughs> no. That was Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> Never. <laughs> she was late uh, to the party. Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. I thought it was Gasonic, actually, but that's all right. What did you just say? <laughs> you heard me. Go you on. Where, can Where everybody can find you, Lupa. That's what I said. <laughs> Yeah, what? That was a big get that damn blue thing off my podcast. <laughs> That's what Matt should be saying. <laughs> damn blue hedgehog. That damn blue hedgehog back again. Every damn podcast it gets a mention. And then I put my reward screen up to do my rewards and the bloody thing staring at me. It's like, what? <laughs> get off of there. Yeah, I can't wait to see that movie. Uh, we're going to go see Sonic 2. Yeah. Anyway, you can all find me at Assassin Looper on Twitter, at Assa- uh, no, Assassin Looper on Xbox Party Live, if you want to hit me up to game. And here every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern and 2 a.m. UK time. And we can all have some fun. Chat, you've been awesome. TJ, thank you very much for coming on. It's been great to meet you and chat with you. And family, I love you and miss you every week. And Caitlin, I wish you were here, but you're not because you're busy. <laughs> and Lady, thank you, Lupa. <clears throat> I miss you too. And Three Bit, I hope to see you soon. And I love you all. And I'll catch you all gaming. 
Thanks, Lupa. That was amazing. And I was so shocked by your Tomb Raider pick. I almost fell out of my chair. I can't believe it. Uh, anyways, Jasper, lore master, brother, which one of those four is tickling your fancy? Um, where can everybody find you? If I want to be like unique, I would say Age of Mythology, but that's not on the list. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, thing, sir. Uh, it wasn't announced, <laughs> Max, right? Not wasn't it wasn't announced. announced okay. but uh max Payne one and two i guess because i haven't really dived too much into max Payne franchise so like it'd be interesting to kind of hop into there i like that. um before Here's your time answer. yeah yes yeah <laughs> and you can check me out at uh lore jasper on twitter and lore master jasper on youtube wednesdays is fun pop and xbox ultimate is fridays so check them out awesome thanks brother appreciate you being here man i always appreciate your thoughts as well the mellow fellow from outer space, Mr. Psycho's not himself. I don't know if he fell asleep or not because he's been quiet for an awful <laughs> oh, long time yeah. here. Oh, he was just getting his groovy voice on. Okay. You can oh, tell yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a puff of smoke coming from yep. behind his head right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like Gandalf was just, you know, chilling, smoking <laughs> on a bike. You know. So, Psychonauts, you sexy mofo, which one of those four is going to tickle your fancy brother and then where can everybody find you is this a sex hotline <laughs> like, what's going on i was gonna say <laughs> call 1-800 local that is, that is the best that is the best thanks thanks pong a 1-800 no, uh, long dong pong for... <laughs> i'm pi uh i i'm i'm excited for uh tomb raider because the graphic that they used was a throwback Mm -hmm. to the original tomb raider so if they are going back as a reboot again and giving us a remaster or the storyline of the first tomb raider yeah that's that that is what everyone fell in love with the new ones are fantastic i love them yeah i thought it was the two polygons (laughs) <laughs> everybody like the pointiness the triangles yeah. <laughs> the pyramids i should say yeah pyramids yeah yeah no yeah but that excited i want to fight a bear again i want to fight a t-rex if, if there's a t-rex in a trailer the internet's gonna fucking explode that, that's all i'm oh, gonna yeah. say so, <laughs> yeah uh, chat thanks for coming out you guys are awesome panel love you guys miss three bit and lady but one day we'll have everyone here again and you can find me everywhere psychonauts eight on social medias and wednesday's fun pop at seven o'clock here every fridays at nine with the great eight thank you you always messed that up he does he's always got to think about it he pauses I know because I'm like, I want to say this Magnificent Seven is just dramatic. Off the top, get stuck in your head, doesn't it, Psycho? I'm uh, always going to say that. <laughs> and the ex-host of this show uh, before the coup happened, and I took over. Math Snot knows what's going on, brother. Thank you for being here, despite you almost on your deathbed uh, this evening. Uh, I'm just glad you could show up and give some input, uh, brother. I appreciate you so much. Which one of those 
four are you most hyped about, brother? And what else you got going on this week, sir? Uh, Pong, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, hey, first of all, I want to say, hey, chat, you guys rock. I'm going to end the poll also. Um, all right. But got um, 20 votes. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for being here and uh, this experiment of letting uh, Pong Soul try and rein us in this show. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, uh, what I was nervous because like my, I could bear, I couldn't really talk for too long earlier without my, without cutting out. Uh, Pong did a great job, I think. Everybody, and Pong do a great job. Can we can we give Pong round a, a round of applause? Chat, um, thank, thank you, Pong. I feel like I'm a rookie at this, right? No, yeah, uh, let's thank go. you, Pong, for filling in and um, you know take taking the reins. Of the, now you made me yeah, look no bad though, so I'm a little pissed off. <laughs> You know, because now ne- next week That's we're gonna have a game, we're gonna have a shit show and it's gonna be like all over the place. We're gonna go left and, and all this stuff. And it was like, where was that well structured thing that we saw last week? So hey, it's a, it's a new, to new. I think uh, why people show up here though. People might like actually love that though. So you think? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for so. for uh, anybody watching the, uh, this show, hey, you know this is probably a little bit more well put together than it normally is. <laughs> so I want to apologize for next week. And um, but no, for real. Uh, thank 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 you all in the chat for hanging out tonight, and um, everybody, one every one of you guys for being here. John TJ, uh, you freaking uh, rock here today, dude. You did a great job. I have to say, I, I don't thank know how many have. podcasts you've. You've done. I know I caught you on booms once, but yeah, I thought you did a really good job. Retro Renegades, as well. uh, Gaming Circle podcast, and also Mr. Boomsticks, and now yours. Yeah, right on, dude. Uh, at you know, checking those boxes. There you go. Um, so as far as the games, okay. So you know, I, I have to kind of agree with the poll, and also um, some of you guys. Uh, number one for me is Tomb Raider because. I just, I've always loved Tomb Raider games and it's one of those like classic franchises. So anytime you see like a new take on it, it gets exciting. The fact that it's unreal engine five and everything, but I I will add this little asterisk. If they can actually come out with a good need for speed game, right? If they can actually do it justice and and bring that franchise back, it used to be such an amazing experience. And it like dating back to the first one that I first played on a 3do, right that, underground that that game had so many different iterations that it was great like you said yeah underground and underground 2 you know i yep. mean you had so many different a classic need for speed games out there and the franchise has lost its way right over the last decade it's just kind of spiraled into like into nothing almost it still has its name but that's all it is right now criterion has done a great job in the past with burnout right like burnout paradise and I believe was them and um and they've, they've they done have some code masters now too so. yeah and I I think that Thank it has you. a lot of hope for me now with EA and how they're treating some of their franchises so I I have a lot of hope for this so if they if they could really bring it back then it's gonna be like up there for me but as of right now it's gonna stand at at Tomb Raider um. And hey guys, you know you can find me here as always, streaming games, playing games. I'm maybe stream tonight. I don't know. Maybe I will play stream some Godfall, and uh, check out how that is. And uh, you know uh, Xbox Ultimate. We got PM in the PM. Um, we might have a good guest next week for PM in the PM. Pong. I got to talk to you about that. 
Um, and also, uh, Tuesdays is going to be the new night for FSP. And uh, as, as Jasper said, Wednesdays for Fun Pop. So appreciate everybody tuning in to Fun Speculation and what we got going on here. And now the man with the longest outro in the game, the man that has not only uh, supplanted himself as a key member of many podcasts, including uh, multiple on this channel, now he has supplanted me as the host of this podcast today. <laughs> and um, appreciate you doing that again, dude. Thanks for bailing me out. Yeah. Where can everybody find you, sir? Absolutely, brother. It was amazing. First of all, we do have two final super chats here that came in, of course, from Caper Grant 692 Brother member for 11 months. Thank you for being a member here of Fun Speculation. He says, fantastic show, guys and gals. Appreciate you, brother, for stopping in uh, and checking us out, as always. And then $10 from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Vic the Click. That's right. And he has a fantastic, the best comment of the evening. He said, Pong, I love your new podcast. What's Mav talking about filling in? LOL. Love you guys. Amazing episode. That's right, Vic the Click. This is my new (laughs) podcast. I'm here permanently hosting this show. So, no. uh, Anyways, brother, I appreciate it so much uh, for giving me the chair and having the confidence in me to do this. I always love it. Of course, you did that with PM and the PM, and I couldn't uh, tell you thank you enough for that as well. It's a great experience to do this. But uh, of course, Pong, he, yeah. he even like Vic the Click is so awesome yeah. that he even like did an super additional chat. super chat of two dollars just to be more inclusive <laughs> to the community. Guys and ladies. I think he so, ran out of words on the first one. <laughs> yeah, probably. He said yeah. guys, guys and ladies. And ladies. Uh, so <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for thanks, acknowledging uh, the ladies here as well, Vic. Uh, you're awesome, Appreciate dude. It. <laughs> he is awesome he is amazing uh you know what else is amazing john tj thank you again sir for being here great guest uh awesome time having you here and hearing your it. thoughts yeah no man appreciate you being here for sure and family of course love all of you uh this is what i look forward to it's an awesome time to be here uh in the captain's chair but uh, i just love you guys you know you're my extended family and i just love being here each and every friday night talking to you all about uh video games man and you're right. We didn't go yep. left this month tonight, but you know what? That's cool too. We had a smooth conversation, went fast and everybody was involved. And I love, love that feeling uh, coming on here on Xbox ultimate and chat. Always, always so appreciative of you. You all know that that's where I started out before I ever started podcasting. So again, when I see all these familiar faces and even some new ones coming in here and all the kind words, really bottom of my heart, love you all. Nothing but respect. Uh, but uh you know what? You can find me Pong Soul Xbox. You can find me on Twitter. You can do both of those. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Personal milestone. I hit 2,500 on Twitter. So thank you all for following me there. Never thought I would have seen that number uh, when I jumped into this community. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's just crazy to me, but uh, appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, me too. And- what the hell are people thinking? I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say one thing. Yeah, go ahead. By the way, chat if 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 you if you like this channel just ask mav or pong just dm them well add them first on twitter please do it do that first then ask them if you if you have thoughts about what you want to say but you don't want to break the bank in super chats (laughs) all you have to do is just ask them nicely and i'm pretty sure if they have someone that's out or they don't have someone to fill in for the spot, they'll most likely let you on as long as, long as you're, you know, you know, good. You're not like a, a crazy person, but Mav is the is, man for that. 
Do not DM me with that. Mav controls this kingdom yeah. still. Let's not get out of line. Everybody here. DM I'm... Pong. <laughs> no. Everybody should support this channel. It's a great channel. Please subscribe. Please hit the like button. It's a great channel. It's great info, great news, and great game talk. Appreciate that, Appreciate TJ. It. Thank you for adding that in. Absolutely, man. So you guys can find me tomorrow morning. Set those alarms. Living split screen. Back again. Look, we're going to have a great time. Three plus hours. So buckle up 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, live, raw, and uncut like my brother. Steel Rain always says. So be there. Bring a friend. Tell a friend. I will be tweeting it out. Make sure you share it. Please and thank you. It helps us. We are a Mission 1K living split screen tomorrow morning. Split screen, all one word. Can't wait to see you all there. And then obviously tomorrow night, the shop podcast, PTK Blam. Fuzzy Belvedere and myself. That's on PTK Blam's channel. Just look up the shop podcast. You will find it. He's been doing it for over five years. We're going to have a great time tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, Tuesdays. Look, Xbox Factor Podcast. I am still a panel member. However, I'm going to be very inconsistent, but that's a great show no matter who's on there. Mav is on there when he can be. Boxenberger's on there uh, all, almost all the time when he can be. DJ, Mr. Joanna Dark, and of course, the man himself, Mr. Boomstick. Everybody knows him. Please join us on the Xbox Factor Podcast. It's just real life is getting in my way, so it's going to be hit and miss for me. But Tuesdays is the place where you want to hear all good things green, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, over on Double Barrel Gaming. That is the channel. Thursday night, p.m. in the p.m., Pong and Mav in the p.m. That's right. Two-man show. Like Mav said, we have guests. We just had 3-Bit on last night. Again, the rare sighting of a 3-Bit. He actually was on our show, and he actually stayed for the whole thing, and he had great conversation it's with us. almost like we, we really found did. an all-digital PS5. I mean, it was I know, that rare. Right. It was that rare. It was definitely a unicorn, for <laughs> yeah. sure. But anyways, it was a great show, so go check out last night's episode, especially the Unreal 5 talk. 3-Bit there, somebody who knows all about that. It was a great conversation with him. So please go check out PM and the PM. But we will be back next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time, me and Mav. And, of course, I will be back here next week because now I am the captain and I am running Xbox Ultimate. So I will be here and I will be in the captain's chair again. Fake news. (laughs) Hopefully Mav will be sick again next week. (laughs) This is Genghis Pong taking over Xbox Ultimate. That's right. His Crusader Kings 3 (laughs) gameplay is like starting to make its way into the podcasting kingdom now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Taking over everything. Uh, I think Pong's long dong's getting too long. Is that what it is? (laughs) Okay. All right, Blupa. That's fine. Again. Nobody would give me that nickname if they knew me in real life. Anyways, look, it's the golden age of gaming, you say everybody. That every time. I, I protest too much. It is the golden age of gaming. Please get out there and enjoy some of this stuff, including Godfall or Tiny Tina's Wonderlands or Elden Ring or whatever the heck you're playing right now. Enjoy it and don't let anybody steal your hype for what you are loving about this industry. Please play what you love, love what you play, and we're going to talk to you all real soon. Have a great rest of your weekend. Xbox Ultimate, that's right, episode 83 is in the books. Thank you all for being here. Mav, get us the heck out of here, brother. Hey, Mav, Mav, I got it a little bit left. (laughs) Yeah, that was nice. I'm going to go downstairs now and eat some burger. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) Don't have a hot dog. Raw burger. He's going to eat raw burger. That's what he's going to do. Hey, guys. Hey, 
all you speculators out there, love you all. Have a good one. Bye-bye. See you later, motherfuckers. Bye, speculators. Catch you (laughs) on gaming.